0: Live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center in Sonoma, California, this is the EKN Radio Network. Oh, it's a beautiful day here, ladies and gentlemen. Sonoma, California, and Easley. What is one of the most beautiful views that you will see when you're at a karting event? Always gorgeous to be here at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center. In Sonoma, California, it is the final round. Final round of the Challenge of the Americas. Kicked the season off in Phoenix, headed to Southern California to Cal Speed Karting. Now we find ourselves here up in Sonoma. Championships are on the line. Again, my name is Rob Howden. Welcome to the EKN Radio Network. And what will be a weekend's worth of coverage here on our EK and Trackside Live program. Got a bunch of guests lined up to join us here today. We are inside the Timing and Scoring Office building right along the front straightaway here at Sonoma. Beautiful racetrack. We're going to run in the counterclockwise national reverse direction. 12 corners, including the famed tic-tac-toe. Again, David Cole, Rob Howden with you. Happy hour. Here on the EKN Radio Network. A big welcome to those of you who have tuned in throughout the country and around the world. Let you know that we will be launching the new EKN Radio Network app very soon. You'll be able to just click on that app and be good to go and listening to the entire EKN Radio Network. Again, the first ever 24 7, 365 radio network with nothing but carding content. A lot of great new podcasts we've been working on over the last couple of years. Uh, to get things rolling. In fact, the last six months, we've launched three or four new ones. We've got a couple more we're dialing in. It's going to be a, a great lineup of content on the EKN Radio Network in the coming months and through this 2018 season. Challenge of America has got underway back in January. Of course, this incredible West Coast Winter Series has done a fantastic job in terms of dialing drivers in for the national season, getting the new campaign underway. Over the years, though, sending some very talented drivers to international competitions as well. During the first 10 years of this program, it was all road tax max, and so many times this Challenge of the Americas, adding great drivers to both Team USA and Team Canada. But again, a rebirth of sorts in 2018, the 11th season, as it's a Rock Cup program now. Of course, Rock, kind of one of the new players on the national regional and club scene here in North American karting. Florida Winter Tour now Rock Cup program as is this Challenge of the Americas. It's been a great start to the season here in 2018 and of course we're now mid-April here at uh, Sonoma and ready for the final two rounds, rounds 5 and 6 of this championship. And indeed we talked about drivers being sent to Team USA, Team Canada to run in the Rotax International Grand Finals. Well, This year, it's all about the Rock Cup International Final, that tremendous event, the annual race that happens in South Garda every November. Make that October. I've had a chance to be at that event on a number of occasions. Uh, Did some play-by-play there as well alongside Yannick Sturzel from T-Cart Magazine. And uh, we had a great time when we were there. Just an amazing event. And there's going to be a number of drivers here from this particular weekend, this series who will find themselves running in the international final at South Garda this October. On to the racetrack now as we're into our final session. It's called the pre-qualifying time practice here in the Challenge of the Americas. Earlier in the day, the driver's going through two sessions of practice, eight minutes apiece. Just before the lunch break, we did a 12-minute no-hot-pit session. Did the same after the lunch as well, 12 minutes, no-hot-pit This is where things start to get fun. The pre-qualifying timed practice, a 20-minute session, but it is open hot pit. That will allow the drivers to come off the racetrack, meet their mechanics here on pit lane, make adjustments if they want. They can go to work on tire pressure. Of course, if they can get it done quick enough, make some setup adjustments to the chassis as well. Just a lot of opportunity to just do that last little fine-tuning to get things dialed in before, of course, we head into two full days of competition. Morning warm-up beginning tomorrow at 8 a.m., driver's meeting set for 9.15. Qualifying will go at 10 a.m. We'll have a half-an-hour lunch break from 11.30 to 12 o'clock. Pre-mains, 17 lappers for the primary categories, 13 laps for Mini Rock and Micro Rock. And, of course, LO206 getting their first heat race in the books as they will run two heat races tomorrow, one on Sunday, and then a main event on Sunday afternoon. And then main events for the primary Rock Cup classes 25 laps the distance for the main classes and 18 laps for both mini rock and micro rock. And again, Sunday should be exciting as the championships, as they always do, will come down to the final day of competition. Let's have a look at live timing here right now as we are just about, I want to say, about six minutes into this session. Again, a 20-minute extended session here, pre-qualifying time practice. Hot pit now open. We've had a couple takers to come in here quickly to make some adjustments. Nikki Hayes on top right now in the number 511. Sitting now second, Alex Keyes. In third, Hunter Pickett. Fourth, Zach Pettinici. And in the fifth spot, Cabot Bingham. Looking at the championship, three drivers really still in the hunt for this title. Alex Keyes leads the way now, just 20 points ahead of Cole Bailey in the number 586. Keyes, the 547. Keyes on the Burrell. Bailey on the Praga. Nikki Hayes on the Ricardo. Nikki Hayes back by about 74 points in total. But again, that's not counting the drop. So there will be a drop right now. The lowest total for Alex Keys, I believe, a 91 point from round number two in the program. Indeed. Let's have a look at Cole Bailey. His drop race now would be a 90 from round number four at Cal Speed. And Nikki Hayes, his drop will be a 50. So Hayes with a big drop. If you look at that, 50-point drop for Hayes, and a 91-point drop for Alex Keyes. Cut that down by 41 points. So really only about 30, maybe 33 points back. Nikki Hayes right now from the leader when you consider the drops that will roll out here before this is all said and done. Rock Shifter Masters drivers on track as well. Nick Firestone leading the way in the points. He's only eight points ahead of Calvin Chan. Rob Kozakowski. In the number 670, back by about 95 points. He's not out of it yet either. As they run on the racetrack right now in the Masters category. Kevin Woods with the quickest time. Patrick O'Neill in second spot. Jeff Smith here running this weekend in third. Calvin Chen in fourth. And Michael Gouache actually rounding out the top five. Zoli Sewell here as well. Tom Fallon. Rob Kazakowski, as I mentioned. Nick Firestone. A good field of drivers in the Masters class here this weekend. As I look out on track, I'm going to say maybe a handful of carts still on the racetrack. Maybe five, maybe six. A number of them have pulled down pit lane here to go to work. Number 525, Enzo Privo into pit lane. Mamo Gidley going to work on the car there. Good to see Mamo here this weekend as we do on a regular everyday basis here at Sonoma. But Mamo also getting ready to go back sports car racing. That was exciting to hear that he'll be back in an LMP1 car. Again, great to see him back behind the wheel. Michael Gouache in his Formula K, getting ready to roll out. Currently in the fourth spot, number 691, P4 in the Rock Masters class, Shifter Masters. Fast lap right now, Nikki Hayes up top, 48.087. So, again, welcome to the happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network. This weekend's broadcast being brought to you by Briggs & Stratton. Rock Cup USA, and K1 Race Gear. We welcome you to go on to Facebook, Twitter, you name it. Uh, give us a tweet. Let people know that you're listing live here. eCardinews.com slash live on your mobile device. You can just go to eCardinews.com on your browser or download the Mixler app, Mixler.com. Look for eCardinews on there, and you'll get a full link up to do the – play-by-play play through that online option. Again, Keys, Bailey, and Hayes, top three drivers in the championship in the Rock Senior category. Firestone, Shannon, Kozakowski getting ready to take a run at the Masters Rock Shifter class that championship, which will be decided on Sunday. Coming around to the halfway point here, Cameron Carding, the sponsor of our Rock Shifter class. Full Throttle Carding, the sponsor of the Shifter Master category. And once again, Nikki Hayes on top. Fast time so far. Let's start actually looking at some lap times. 47.980 for Nikki Hayes, 48.005 for Alex Key. So the gap just two hundredths of a second between first and second now. Hunter Pickett lays his fast lap down on lap number seven, 48.242. 48.242. So it's Hayes up top, Keyes in second, Pickett in third, Zach Petanici in the fourth position, Cabot Bingham in fifth, sixth is Enzo Prevost, seventh is Kevin Woods. Woods the quickest driver thus far in the Masters class in seventh, 48.702, seven-tenths back, Patrick O'Neill in eighth, Cole Bailey ninth, and Clinton Scooby rounding out the top ten. So, again, this is the happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network, day number one of three that we'll have live here from Sonoma, California, and, of course, the finale weekend here in the Challenge of America. Americas. going a chance to talk to Andy Saisman, the promoter from FTK Promotions. Andy, uh, you know, a big year. You and I have talked at all three of the venues in terms of the fact that it was a kind of a rebuilding year for you guys, a year of rebirth. You go from 10 years of great commitment, and some fantastic racing in the Rotax Max program, And this year we launched for something new. Essentially start with a a clean sheet of paper, if you will, uh, having to build a program from the ground up where there really isn't anything. There's a lot of guys with rock engines, rock power plants in Florida. Florida Winter Tour was able to have that kind of momentum coming in for you, really coming from an absolute, you know, say ground zero, getting started in this new season.
1: For sure, Rob. Um, obviously, yeah, we had a we had a big year, uh, you know, th- this past 2017 when the series ended last year, changing over a, a complete rebirth, as you uh, yeah. as you mentioned. And uh, for sure, it was it's definitely a challenge. It's a new challenge, and uh, I mean it's been it's been great. I mean it's uh, it's better exceeded all my expectations. I mean uh, I gave you my goals as far as numbers yep. throughout the season, and, and we pretty much nailed those. Um, you know, right to a T. I mean, we've really had no drop off. I mean, we've been within three or four entries the entire, the entire series. Yeah. I mean, start with eighty five and then ninety one, then eighty six here. So it's been very, very consistent. Um, the, uh, the The huge bright spot is, though, is that the the rock participation in the series. If I pull out the lo two hundred six numbers, rock has increased twenty five percent from race one to race three from weekend one to weekend three
0: interesting and and again that's kind of the momentum we figured we were going to see there's growth in southern california number one with the with the tri C club there's growth up here as well uh here at sonoma with rock sonoma i think i we probably would have liked to have had maybe i would have wished for some more uh, local participation here this weekend but again that's all about the momentum that will continue to to, to grow when this series has 150 guys here for the finale the locals are going to want to come out and play for sure Oh, for sure.
1: Numbers, numbers bring numbers. I mean, we, we say that all the time, right? It's, there's this critical number. It hits. The minute, the minute we start next year and uh, we cross over triple digits, it'll, it'll, it'll go from 100 to 130, 140 almost instantly because that, that 100 number is the critical number.
0: Yeah, and when we talk about trying to go 10% growth, when you start with 70, your 10% growth is seven drivers. When you have 120, that's 12. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's 120 to 132 to 150. That's the growth when you get that 10%. Let's. We'll come back after and talk about this particular weekend. But what what does 2018 look like for you right now? Obviously, you spend a lot of your time throughout the season and this past year, really working hard to develop this program to really get make sure there was teams here and there was going to be drivers here, and you're going to have people with rental prep packages, whatever it may, whatever it was, to get people at this 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 event, this series. You've got that groundswell now. You've got kind of that foundation. You've laid some roots. What do you do for the rest of the season? I know you've got full-throttle karting. You're going to be doing more stuff with Rock? Oh,
1: for sure. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we support the Tri-C club at home, so we'll, we'll continue to focus on that, you know, their monthly series where we've, you know, we, it's a true club. We've we've blended the programs. It's a tag program, so we're bringing Rock into their tag program all the way from micro to masters to shifter, So, which has been, it's been great. Um, obviously, we have the Rock festivals this year. I mean, I'm going to try to get to at least NOLA. It just depends. Uh, we had some conversations with some guys that may want to, may want to get there and then obviously end the year with uh with rock the rio i mean that's uh as far as the races go um you know those those will be the the prime focus and then you know from the from the distribution from the shop standpoint from rock in general obviously the announcement of the new um vlr 100 the 100 cc engine um you know that's going to be another focus at home um you know it's because it's a great you know middle price point between lo206 and the gp um to get some you know get some more new blood in the sport
0: you know interesting to watching some of the other programs around the country you know we're obviously here for, for the challenge of the americas but for a, a series like the f series which really is still embracing the tag program they're offering what we had for however many years six seven eight nine years where we had tag that was what we ran at the national level it was leopards and rocks and motores and whatever it may be there are still some series that aren't as connected rock cup or supercarts USA being connected directly to one engine manufacturer where that's what they're doing. It's going to be a tag program. I believe they're going to do that potentially up at the, the can am as well, where it's going to be a tag deal for the senior drivers. Is that something you see as maybe being key in certain areas to kind of solidify the different engine packages that we have available these days?
1: Absolutely. Especially as uh, a, more local level, um, yeah. you know, maybe, uh, maybe the light regional level for sure. That's, uh, that's definitely the the direction it has to go. I mean you can't expect a a local level racer to throw away their existing package, whether it be X, y or Z, and buy something you have to you have to blend them in get them in the fold and um, and then and then let the best package win or you know or, or at least let them all race together yeah,
0: even even if it's just at the club level even if you just stay with that tag program it's not like it's something that's absolutely totally broken. there was an issue on the national level when it you talk about the people being so close and trying to i want to say trying to get that equal equal playing field for, you know equalize all the engines was was kind of tough but it's all about being inclusive not exclusive especially at the club level or as you said the mid regional level where hey if you've got an engine come out and play we'll put you in the tag junior tag senior class and here's your weight and let's go racing against we we kind of jettisoned that tag program cuz it got a little confusing not confusing it got a little maybe a little cost prohibitive in terms of having to constantly test the engines to make sure everybody was so close, but clubbing regionally, I think the tag program still works really well.
1: I agree 100%. 100%. You know, at this level or or the Scusa level we've talked about, absolutely. You have to, you have to narrow that focus with the engine platform, but, uh, but uh, at the more local level, you have to be as inclusive as possible. I mean, that's, you know this sport does a great job of chasing people away so we need we need to we need to correct that sure <laughs>
0: enough let's talk a little bit about uh the challenge of the americans and what you've seen here this year uh, on track now with about two minutes to go is the drivers in the cameron karting uh shifter uh, shifter rock class and the master shifter rock class uh nikki hayes and alex keys p1 p2 right now these drivers battling for a championship separate by 25 thousandths of a second on the racetrack now would you For me, I think, I think this has been the most competitive and the most compelling category we've seen here this year. To have Nikki win and, and uh, Alex, of course, sweep at Cal Speed. And then also to have Cole Bailey score a victory as well. Three guys have won in the four races. And, man, they've been so tight and so close.
1: Yeah, I would say for sure this category and probably Mini Rock have been the two Agreed. that have had the, that have had the, most, uh, the deepest competitive field. Um, obviously, we knew we weren't going to start with with forty cart fields. I mean, uh, couldn't we get there? You know, in a year or two, absolutely. I, I think the the momentum and the growth is there. Um, but for right now, yeah, I'm, I'm very very happy with uh, with the shifter program, the mini rock program. I mean, it's uh, those are definitely two proven proven packages. I mean, both of those packages have been around for quite some time. And are pretty familiar. I mean, for most people, Mini Rock's been around forever. Yeah. ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, The shifter package as well. The Rock Shifter's been around for at least five years in Florida. Just hadn't made it over on this side of the world yet. But I, I think you know the 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 challenge with people worrying about the ICC ness of it. You know, when we we, we went through our ICC experiment yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. Um, but this is a completely different animal. It's, 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 it's. Uh, I won't say it's detuned, but it's certainly not as knife edge on the tuning yeah. and the performance as an ICC. So, I mean, guys are getting you know time on pistons and clutches, and you know it's it's been a great, solid, solid package.
0: You know, and that's. I think that's. It's almost like it was a learning curve. We went, we jumped out of the out of the you know the the monster built Moto Hondas. And that threw us into the ICC program because everybody was looking for whatever the, whatever the answer was whatever the whatever the change we were going to do, something different and of course we were sold the bill of goods that the ICC was going to be uh, was going to be this out of the box engine of course that 's not going to happen as you said, it gets built to the knife edge and, and then you know, things start getting expensive again. This engine seems to be a, a really solid package. Everybody I've talked to likes it. It is a little detuned. It's not that screaming, you know, you're on the edge kind of ICC, KZ kind of deal. Uh, but it's been – like you said, they're getting a lot of time on the engine, and that's going to give us some affordable racing and some great racing if people are able to bend gears, which many people want to do.
1: Absolutely. There's still – there's always going to be a place for that. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we were, we were around, you and I, a long time ago when uh, – you know, we, we would see shifter cart fields of 60, 80. I remember one year there was 100 guys in S2 or yeah. something, right? It's just not like that anymore, but there's still a, a segment of our sport that likes that part of it, likes to bang gears, um, and, uh, and this, this engine has definitely given them an opportunity to come and enjoy themselves.
0: Let's uh, have a little rundown here as we're just wrapping things up. I believe the checker flag has flown to end this session. I'll give you a rundown of what we have here in the categories, then we'll come back and talk to Andy Saisman after a quick break. Nikki Hayes on top. Fastest driver, a 47.980. The only driver into the 47s, 25,000ths of a second quicker than Alex Keyes. Hunter Pickett on the Illuminos, number 536 goes P3. Cole Bailey able to work his way up to fourth position, four-tenths of a second back, so Cole needs to do just a little bit of work. Zach Pedinici has been very impressive here this year as well. In the number 570, he sits in fifth. Cabot Bingham in the sixth spot. Enzo Privo in seventh. Quickest driver in the master's class, eighth overall, Kevin Woods. Right behind him, another master's driver, Patrick O'Neill, in ninth. Tenth is Clinton Scooby. Eleventh, third overall in the master's class, is Nick Firestone. Twelfth, Calvin Chen. Thirteenth, Jeff Smith. Fourteenth, Michael Gouache. And fifteenth, John Nielsen. That caps off our pre-qualifying time practice session for drivers in our rock shifter and rock shifter master's classes we have six sessions this afternoon here at these open hot pit 20 minute sessions one down five to go stick with us more to come here on the ekn radio network you're listening to the final round of the challenge of the americas live from sim raceway performance karting center in sonoma california on the ekn radio network
2: For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you?
0: eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance, and the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 delivers both. The Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions. Visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a Cooper Tire dealer near you for details on the Cooper Xeon RS3 G1.
3: The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed One suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves, and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but it's easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. If your dream is IndyCar, set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. Last four Indy Likes champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Likes champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates, like Oliver Askew, are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires.
3: After taking on the highly anticipated Florida Winter Tour, remaining promoted events by Rock Cup USA include the Rock Festivals and Rock the Rail event. In May, join us at the NOLA Rock Festival at NOLA Motorsports Park in Avondale, Louisiana. It's set for May 17th through 20th. The NOLA Festival will see you the Rockers take to one of the best facilities in the country and undoubtedly a race favorite. The second Rock Festival will be at Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, New York and will take place July 19th through the 22nd. Full podiums at both events will receive Rock the Rio entry, while race winners at the OVRP Festival will also receive coveted Rock International finals tickets provided they participated in both festivals. The crown jewel of the 2018 schedule will see the rockers from around the world descend on the fabulous city of Las Vegas at the Rio All Suite Casino and Hotel. The first annual Rock the Rio event will award upwards of $35,000 in cash over the seven rock classes. For more information on all Rock Cup USA promoted events, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Now back to turn-by-turn coverage of the Challenge of the America's Finale, live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, Briggs & Stratton, and K1 Race Gear. engine's fired once again as the ruthless karting junior rock drivers take to the track for their final session of the day again pre-qualifying time practice here at the final rounds of the Challenge of the Americas. It's a gorgeous day here in Sonoma, California. And if you've ever been to this venue, just that probably the most picturesque backdrop you'll find in a North American karting. Just this gorgeous view uh, down over the valley. The track kind of slopes away from us here. Just a fantastic place to come racing. Again, my name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, Andy Saisman joining me here in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Cent- uh, Center as well as we discuss the Challenging Americas, the Move to the Rock Cup program from 10 years of Rotax, the expectations for 2019 as well. I'm crazy to think about 2019, uh, 2020 just around the corner. But again, just there really is a lot of good positive momentum in the sport of karting right now, all the way down from that grassroots level of Brakes 206 racing, uh, the introduction of some other engine packages, the growth of a lot of these different regional programs, just just some great karting uh, nationally as well. On to the track now, as again, we continue to work through these 20 minute sessions, the extended sessions here as, as part of pre qualifying time practice. Andy, when was it when you actually started these extended sessions? It's been quite a while. I don't think it's from the, from, from the get-go, but really they have been always very well received, having that 20-minute that opportunity to come into the pit, make that final change, just getting that last little opportunity to see what you can do.
1: Yeah, it was suggested, um, it was suggested probably the, not the first year of the challenge, maybe a few years in. Um, you know, if you recall, uh, the Rotex Nationals, we used to have open hot pit qualifying, and we, you know, there was a, we had, to, it just, it was a necessity, and then when we got to the point where our senior fields were in the upper 30s, yep. sometimes we touched 40 a couple times with senior and junior, it became a necessity to be able to divide them out by, uh, by qualifying time, so this was a, this, this was great to be able to divide them out for the next day true um you know to separate the classes into the, the, the faster group and the group that needed a little bit more work but um but it was it was a necessity but even though the class sizes are a lot smaller have been the p- past couple years it's it's a it's a great way to end friday for sure i
0: love it i've all as an announcer and people here in the, they're here in the in the uh, grandstands or working around the paddock Always cool to see what happens. The mechanics really get a chance to make that one little change and immediately see the results of it as opposed to making a change in the paddock, waiting another half-hour, hour hour to come back out onto the racetrack. Let's have a look and see how things are going now. We're about eight and a half minutes into the session and a really solid field. Uh, 18 drivers, Andy, taking to the racetrack here now. And uh, interesting, I'll bring this up first, then we'll have a look at the times because got some guys moving around here. Oliver Reed moving to the top of the charts, now going purple with a 51.697. He's the quickest driver now. I don't know what it is about people in karting. They, they want to enter at the very, very like last couple of days before a race or what. I think you had 20 people enter here trackside. Uh, what, 67 when we rolled in, and it's like 86 or 87 right now. I don't know what it is about the karting mentality, about wanting to enter as late as possible.
1: I mean, uh, we all want to hold on to our money as long as possible. <laughs> I get but, that. But understand. There's a discount. As a competitor, yes, there is a discount to it. it Promoters, or organizers build in that discount because we have to order the fuel, we have to yeah. order the tires. It's a logistics side of it. Um, but from from a, a secondary standpoint, which really benefits the driver more than any, is they get press on the on the on the pre race stuff. So if you're on the if you're on the pre entry list, your name goes out on EKN yeah. and, and, uh, and some of the other outlets.
0: So it, it's in their best interest to pre enter too. It's funny that we had somebody I, I I can't remember what event it was. It might have been even earlier this year. Somebody got. Uh, I, essentially mad they were angered at us that we didn't include their driver in the preview of who we thought was going to challenge for the race win that weekend but they hadn't pre-entered so we didn't even know if they were going to be there or not yeah we probably could have made the phone call but you know this you're talking about a hundred and something people at a race you're not going through to find out who's not there we're busy we've got you know we're always knocking out stories trust me we're never not working at e because we're always trying to do another story or a race report now with the podcasts we're doing three or four podcasts a week yeah, you're not getting. If, you, if you're not pre-entered, we don't know about it. You're not in the preview, which of course pisses people off sometimes. But hey, it, you got to give us, uh, you got to give us something to work with,
1: right? I mean, it helps both parties. It helps the it helps the race organizers, uh, but it certainly helps the driver. It helps their it helps their wallet, and it certainly helps any promotion yeah. that they like to put. There's out
0: there. yeah, there's a double angle right there. But let's have a look now. We are right at the halfway point here of our 20 minute session for drivers in ruthless karting. Junior Rock, Oliver Reed still on top. As I had said earlier, a 51.697 for Oliver, driver out of El Dorado Hills, California, the number 217. Now just nine thousandths of a second quicker than Austin Torgerson. Right behind them, Ugo Ugo Chukwu, who has been so good throughout this season. Ugo in the third spot right now in the number 201. He does lead the points by 78 over Austin Torgerson coming into the event here now. But just 36 thousandths of a second separating first, second, and third. 51-6 51-6 for Reed, 51-7 for both Torgerson and Ugu Chukwu. Moving now up into the fourth spot is Ashton Torgerson in the number 202. He'll go to P4. Max Opalski now into the fifth spot. Ethan Ho runs in sixth. Cooper Becklin in seventh. Bryson Liu in eighth. William Ferguson in ninth. And Aiden O'Neal rounding out the top ten. As I had said when we came back from the break, the 18 drivers have turned times. Looks like 19, actually. Cole Gamma in the number 295 has put one lap in the books. No time, but did come across the uh, the timing beacon at least once to get things underway. Again, hot pit session. Driver's able to come into pit lane. Torgerson was in pit lane, came back out, 51.811. In comes now the number 269 machine to make a pit stop. 269 is Nolan Siegel. Siegel on the spree into pits. Nolan Siegel, the number 269. 52.194 fast lap for Siegel. He's 11th. Brendan Rubarski in 12th. Logan Calderwood in 13th. Jovi V. Levin in 14th. And Eddie Sh- uh, Schimmen in the 15th spot. Tyler Snow, Joe Innes, Kyle Castle surrounding out the top 18. Reed, Torgerson, Nuguchukvut, Torderson, and Opalski are current fast five, separated by uh, just about tenth and a half. And, Andy, you got to go down. First off, you got to go all the way down to top 15, separated by just a second. But in this lead group, top seven drivers, less than two-tenths of a second. That's uh, That speaks to the, the obviously, quality of the drivers we have, the quality, the product itself. But, man, that's a pretty good little cluster up top, two-tenths of a second, separating now the top eight as Bryson lose got quicker as well.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's it's great. I mean, you and I, you know, go to and see a lot of races, and it, it, it's always exciting when you see the, the compression in the times, and, and as the the fields get bigger, and but, but the compression stays the same. I mean, like you said, you look, and there's three hundredths, first to fourth, a tenth and a half to seventh, and three, three and a half tenths to tenth. So, I mean... Three tenths is not a big deal, uh, you know. And you're in the tenth place. You're you're a mid packer.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you find a you find a tenth, you find a tenth, and you're in the top. Let's say you're Bryce and Louie, You find another tenth. All of a sudden, you're in fifth or fourth. Like it's, it's, you're jumping so quickly, just by finding that little bit. And that's what you can do in these hot pit sessions. And you come in if you're able to give the feedback to your tuner, and they're able to get that and make the right change. Pretty easy to find a tenth of a second in the chassis if you can make that one little change.
1: Oh, it could be—it could be as much as a half a pound of tire pressure or less. It could be a a jet. It could be—I mean, it's so minute, you can certainly find that time. And uh, and it's great, like you said, it's great to be able to do it. Go right back out, get that. Uh, we're an instant gratification society. We are. You, you get that instant gratification. You have to wait forty-five minutes or an hour to, to get out on track. But again. it really
0: it does work. At the same time, it's not it's not just that. It's if you go testing somewhere, you're gonna you're gonna make those changes. If you're on a track somewhere testing, you're coming in, you're making the change, and you're going right back out. You're gonna do that, and that's I love that about this twenty-minute session. It really is for all intents and purposes a mini test. Oh,
1: for sure. I mean, if you. For, for years i've built like you said that schedule it starts out with a couple of eight minute sessions earlier in the day when when you get here and maybe you don't have the quite the right gear or yep. quite the right jet or quite the right tire yeah, pressure just that one w- change right, what, right Yeah, whatever, whatever so you don't need a 20 minute session at 8 a.m but you need one at 4 p.m yeah. when it's when it's time to really take the gloves off and show everybody how fast you are
0: i like it you know i know you are a racer as well you understand that that there's that mentality, the fact that here's this progression of longer sessions when you start to progressively need them. I think that's a, it's been great. It's always been something I love I love calling it as well. We get a chance to kind of hang this happy hour uh, tag on this final session. And, again, we are looking at about five minutes remaining. Oliver Reed still on top, Austin Torgerson in second, Ugo Chukwu in third, Ashton Torgerson fourth, and Max Polski rounding up the top five.
1: And, and Ugo and Ashton are actually tied for third if you look oh, at their There tie. we go,
0: yep. 51 7 3, 3. Last time by uh, Ugu a little bit quicker. As actually has backed it off to a 53.6. But yeah, both those drivers 36 thousandths of a second behind Oliver Reed. Reed again in that number 217. Reed across the line with a 52 6. Here comes Austin Torgerson here on lap 13. Boom. 51 6 3 0. Six hundredths quicker than Reed. So 51 6 0 now your top time as Torgerson goes purple on lap number 13. Four minutes to go. Torgerson, Reed, Uguchukwu, Torgerson, and Opolski. Now that's your top five. Bryson Liu, Ethan Ho, Cooper Becklin, William Ferguson, Aiden O'Neill, your top ten. Now, Andy, I'll give you one more question before we release you here from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Here's the thought. You, you went to the Rock Cup International final last year at South Guard. You got a chance to get a feel for it. The event itself, It's I love the fact that it's not this crazy event in terms of its hecticness. You know, it's kind of more relaxed. When you come to the main event on Saturday, that's all it is. It's the, I think they call them the Bridgestone B-Mains. It's Bridgestone Mains. Those are the B-Mains for guys that don't qualify for the Mains. There's the full driver, you know, the, the driver parade. Everything's just kind of laid back and relaxed on that last day. Big party at the end, the prize-giving, as they call it. They open the doors, pizza time, cold beer on tap. Just an amazing weekend. Last year you were there knowing that you were going to make the move within a couple of months and and launch the the Rock Cup edition, let's say, of the Challenge of the Americas. How different is it going to be this year going back when there's a bunch of guys that essentially are part of your team? They're going to be the Challenge team.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. Obviously last year... Uh, I, I wouldn't say I was an outsider but it was you know it was eye-opening I mean obviously we've been to a, a million races in yeah. our life yeah. right I mean you, you pick and you pick things you like you don't like whatever but uh, but yeah not having your guys there I, I was just an observer yeah and uh, you know, just like I had been with Rotex the past five years, this this next year coming up, now, like you said, I'm going to have some of my guys here. They're your guys. Yeah. They're my guys. Yeah. The guys that and or gals, uh, you know, yeah, that, that win our win our championships, they're going to go over there. They're gonna, they're going to probably represent themselves, but and the USA. But they represent the challenge of America. So it's a uh, it's definitely a sense of pride and and uh, it, feel like uh, I'm more connected to the event.
0: Exactly. Sure. That's kind of where I was going there. I think it'll be. It's it's almost like you're gonna you're gonna have something you're gonna be rooting for. You know, you're obviously gonna be rooting for Team USA and all these kids you've known, regardless of which way they which way they, they qualify. But they will be that core group of, little guy, of, of drivers that came through the challenge. That they'll be the ones you follow every you know everything they do, every session they have, talking to the parents, talking to the mechanics. You'll be that connected. I think it'll be exciting for you. Absolutely, Andy. Thank you so much for joining us on the Happy Hour. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Rob. Take care,
0: Andy Saisman, folks. Always a pleasure to be here, part of his program and. Again, as he said we, at the very top, we talked about the numbers. How the, you know we launched at Phoenix with certain numbers, got a little bit of a g- little growth, and then kind of stabilized. And we were hoping to see if we couldn't get uh, over the you know over the hundred mark here for the finale. Didn't quite get there with like eighty six or eighty seven, uh, but you know that uh, the momentum that will build essentially over the next six months or eight rather eight months because we're into April now, and uh, it'll be late in late February or rather late January when the two thousand nineteen. Challenge of the Americas gets underway we'll be looking forward of course to that schedule find out where the events will be held there have been some basic places that we've been at there where we've had races so we'll look forward to uh, to see what happens when uh, the schedule for the 2019 challenge of the Americas is unveiled into the last minute here in ruthless carding junior rock pre-qualifying Austin Torgerson. On lap number 13, dropped to 51.630 to go six hundredths of a second quicker than Oliver Reed. Ugu Ugu Chukwu in the number 201 in the third spot. Ashton Torgerson in fourth. Bryson Liu, quickest here on lap number 18. His fast lap, lap 18, moves him to the fifth spot. Less than two tenths back. .180 back for Bryson Liu. Maximilian Opalski in the number 282 in sixth, Ethan Ho in seventh, Cooper Becklin in eighth, William Ferguson ninth, and Aiden O'Neill rounding out the top ten. Checker flag being displayed here at start finish to end this session. Six on track sessions. There'll be two done here as the drivers circulate around one final time. Drivers in performance, Kart Sport, Masters Rock are up next. Masters Rock guys set to go at 320 here. Local time, Pacific here on the West Coast. Always a pleasure to make the trek out here to Sonoma Raceway. Again, as I said, just one of the most picturesque views, especially here from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center, as we look out over the start-finish line, over the valley. Excited to get things underway with wheel-to-wheel racing tomorrow. Those of you who are listening on eCardingNews.com and want to tune in, we'll be live beginning at 11, uh, rather 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Pacific time, All the way through to probably about, I want to say, close to 5 o'clock when we cap things off. It'll be a a solid run. We have about a half an hour lunch break at 11.30. But otherwise, we've got qualifying pre-mains and mains for your round number five of the Challenge of the Americas. Sunday, of course, crowning our champions. Austin Torgerson up top. He was the quickest driver here in the Junior Rock category, 51.630 for Torgerson. 51.697 Fifty-one point six nine seven for Oliver Reed, just sixty-seven thousandths of a second separating first and second. A top five dominated by Tony Karts, other than the comp cart of Oliver Reed, the yellow of the comp cart definitely standing out in the sea of green. Ugachukwu in third, Torgersen fourth, Bryson Lou fifth, Opolski in sixth spot, seventh is Ethan Ho, eighth, ninth, and tenth Cooper Becklin, William Ferguson. And Aiden O'Neill again. As I said, Masters Rock brought to you by Performance Kart Sport. Up next here on the EKN Radio Network. You're listening to the final round of the Challenge of the Americas live from Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California, on the EKN Radio Network.
2: For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you cart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you?
0: eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance, and the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 delivers both. The Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions. Visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a Cooper Tire dealer near you for details on the Cooper Xeon RS3 G1. The Rock Cup
3: USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but it's easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. If your dream is IndyCar, Set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates, like Oliver Askew, are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires.
3: After taking on the highly anticipated Florida Winter Tour, remaining promoted events by Rock Cup USA include the Rock Festivals and Rock the Rio event. In May, join us at the NOLA Rock Festival at NOLA Motorsports Park in Avondale, Louisiana. It's set for May 17th through 20th. The NOLA Festival will see you, the Rockers take to one of the best facilities in the country and undoubtedly a race favorite. The second Rock Festival will be at Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, New York, and will take place July 19th through the 22nd. Full podiums at both events will receive Rock the Rio entry, while race winners at the OVRP Festival will also receive coveted Rock International finals tickets, provided they participated in both festivals. The crown jewel of the 2018 schedule will see the rockers from around the world descend on the fabulous city of Las Vegas at the Rio All Suite Casino and Hotel. The first annual Rock the Rio event will award upwards of $35,000 in cash over the seven Rock classes. For more information on all Rock Cup USA promoted events, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Now back to turn-by-turn coverage of the Challenge of the America's Finale, live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, Briggs & Stratton, and K1 Race Gear. Welcome back to live coverage here in Sonoma, California. Rounds number five and six here this weekend of the Challenge of the Americas. First year as a Rock Cup program. And, of course, uh, a couple of races already in the books as we come here to the finale. Start of the season off in January in Phoenix. Moving to Cal Speed Karting in Southern California. Just on the outside of Auto Club Speedway in Fontana. That was in February. And, of course, now here we are mid-April and uh, getting things dialed in to see who's going to be the champions for 2018. Had a chance to talk to Andy Saisman over the first couple of sessions, but on track now. Performance Kart Sports, Masters Rock, and their pre-qualifying time practice. A 20-minute open hot pit session for these drivers. They've got six minutes in the books. Uh, My next guest, waiting in the wings, fast driver in the Masters, rather the uh, rock shifter category, Nikki Hayes. We'll have a chat with him here momentarily. Let's have a look. At the top ten drivers currently rolling here in Rock Masters, Jonathan Silva in the number four forty-one on the comp card, fastest driver right now at fifty-one point seven one five, almost three tenths of a second quicker than Nick DeGraff in the VME number four seventy-two. Eric Jackson, in number 486 machine, the VME driver in third spot, currently your point leader in the category, 61 points ahead of Paul Benilla who's not here this weekend. Jonathan Silva in the number 441. We just talked about him, top of the charts. He's 75 points back, still with a shot at the championship here, David Pergande and Mike Giles in the fourth and the fifth positions. Giles currently running in six spots. David Pergande on track here in the ninth position, nursing some injured ribs. We'll see uh, how he handles the remainder of the weekend. But nonetheless, Jonathan Silva on top, two-tenths of a second quicker, almost three-tenths quicker than Nick DeGraff. Eric Jackson turned his quickest lap there on lap number six of 51.986. He goes to within three-tenths of a second as well. Steve Piggott in the number 415. Expre now in fourth. Alan Morte in fifth. Mike Giles in sixth spot. David Pergandi up to seventh here. Three laps down now, 52.357. Just six-tenths of a second behind Jonathan Silva. Ed Quinn in the 426 and eighth. Ronaldo Neves in ninth. And Curtis Breeding on the VME rounding of the 10 drivers we have in the Masters category here this weekend. Championship's going to be a good battle, as we said. Eric Jackson... And Jonathan Silva in the fight. Uh, David Pergandi there as well. But, again, Pergandi, as we said, uh, hurting his ribs a little bit in practice yesterday. Uh, So he'll be nursing those. Uh, We'll see how he uh, essentially performs for the rest of the weekend. Going to be tough for him. Pergandi in the number 408 Tony cart. Silva brings the 441 down pit lane now. Actually, fast driver on the racetrack, David Pergandi. He goes P1. 51.589. Pergande's got the speed. Must have popped a bunch of Tylenols before he came out here. David Pergande, as we said, impressive, especially with the injured ribs. Wouldn't be surprised to see him head to pit lane and say, you know what, I got the speed, I'm good. I'll just park this thing now and see how I feel tomorrow. 51-589 51-589 Pergande, a tenth quicker than Jonathan Silva. Nick DeGraff in third, Eric Jackson fourth. Hey, I think I know why Pergande, David Cole, stepping things up. We put a picture of David Cole on our Instagram story sitting in Pergande's seat because if David doesn't go, I think they're going to draft Cole and get him on the behind the wheel on Sunday. So I think with the thought of having that replacement driver losing the factory ride over at FTK, might have uh, – prompted Pergandi to turn things up a little bit let's uh you know we got some time here now we're midway through this session let's get a, a quick chat here with Nikki Hayes Nikki fire your mic up make sure it's ready to go Hey, h- happy uh our thanks for joining us here on the happy hour
4: yeah love to join you Rob it's definitely a beautiful day out here in Sonoma I yeah. can't complain it's always rough here in Sonoma isn't it oh man we have it way <laughs> too good it makes every other track uh, I don't want to go anywhere else you know
0: the funny thing is every once in a while when we've had races here finales for the challenge we've got a lot of rain and they are there, we'll talk about this. Well, let's talk about it now because you're fast here on happy hour practice. There is a potential for rain on Sunday when we're talking about the championships. Yeah. You are doing what you can right now. Let's we'll, we'll roll into that. Let's start with the fact that you know you've you're obviously one of the top, let's say single speed tag drivers in the country. You know you you won the Pro Car Challenge Championship last year. Um, you're making the transition over to shifter carts. How has that transition been? What has been the biggest hurdle for you to
4: find that extra speed? Honestly, most of it is just consistency. With the gearbox and having so much going on, It's mentally you have to just slow everything down and stay calm. And It's a 25-lap race. You can't be inconsistent. You can't be pushing a little bit too hard because then over 25 laps you're just going to fade. So I think a lot of it is actually your physical preparation and not only your physical preparation but the mental preparation. There is a little more in there, isn't there, mm-hmm. to a certain extent? Exactly. The tag, it, you get into a rhythm and you're in a race and there's big packs of carts. But this, it's so intense. The racing is not nearly as tight, not nearly as aggressive, but driving it itself is so much more of a challenge. I love it. I know when I first
0: started running shifters, now this is, you're probably weren't even born. But How old are you now? I'm 16. Yeah, you weren't born yet. It was uh, 2000, 2001 when I first started, so you weren't even born yet. The first time I ran a shifter, and I remember when I ran, it was... There was so much happening. It took me an entire season until mm-hmm. I really got comfortable at the end of the year. And all this stuff that I thought was so hard to concentrate on became kind of rote. It's the kind of thing that, you know, once now you're comfortable that you don't even worry about it because yeah. you know what to do. Uh, do you feel you're there yet? Are you at that point where most of the stuff is just, ha- just happens and you don't have to think about it?
4: Yeah, honestly, working with Phil, it, all of it is a mental game. You yeah. could do anything you want to a go kart, you could change everything. And 99% of it is just how you drive, staying calm and being in enough sh- a good enough shape that you're not thinking, oh, I'm tired, oh, my neck hurts, oh, little this, little that. <laughs> yeah. It's all about just staying calm and almost driving it like, just like you're in a tag. It's relaxed and it gets easy. Exactly. Now, you came out of the gate very strongly at Phoenix. Was that a surprise
0: to you that you are going to be that quick out of the box? Obviously, we have there's three guys in the championship battle right now, yourself, uh, Alex Keyes, and Cole Bailey. You came out of the box really strong. Were you surprised?
4: Yes, a little bit because you don't want to say no because yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, because we tested the go kart one time. Wow! Before we went out, we did one day, and I was like, "Yes, it feels okay." Phoenix, we struggled a little bit at the beginning. Really worked hard at it. Really, me and my dad worked at it. Looked at data. Phil really helped out a lot with the driving side. And honestly, if you put everything together, it's really hard package to beat with the Braille. I mean, the go kart is so easy to work with. It's so easy to drive. It's it's really hard to beat.
0: So move forward to. Uh to uh cal speed mm-hmm. uh, you guys are all in the middle of the battle again you know yeah. you're dicing it out with alex keys alex had a really good weekend there to put himself kind of in the position to win the championship right now but again he's good here but so are you
4: mm-hmm. uh what were your thoughts at uh, at cal speed how did you feel you performed there having that first race in the books at cal speed i felt like honestly it was one of those mental weekends where i just wasn't at my hundred percent honestly just overthinking it making too many changes where Honestly, it was all me. Yeah. Uh, end of the weekend, I felt like I really picked it up, but obviously we had a little mechanical issue on Sunday that put us out of the contention. Um, going into this weekend, I did a little bit of practice, really just worked on myself, and I think that's really what it is: is just having that little mental edge. You know, looking
0: at when we do look at the, I was looking at the the, the points. It does tighten up a lot when you look at the the the, the drop you're going to have. You're going to yeah. tighten it up a lot a lot better. You talked about making mental mistakes. Um, at, at Cal Speed in those, in those rounds. Is that something now, I, I always say that you learn more from a failure than you do a success. Do you think you grew a bit as a driver,
4: as a shifter car driver, based on those mistakes you made and being able to learn from them? Exactly. You know, really, when you saw Alex, he destroyed everybody. <laughs> Did not make a mistake. Drove perfect all weekend. Yeah. No one can drive around him. And, you know, mentally I was pushing so, so hard where I almost lost what I was doing. Yeah. So it's a key of just maintaining that confidence that, yes, I have the go-kart to win. If I put everything together, no one's going to beat me. So it's just having that mental confidence that, yeah, I think we have the package to win.
0: So where are you guys this weekend? How are you guys feeling? How's the you know how's how is the is the are you on the you're on the Ricardo again this weekend? You're on the Ricardo, which is essentially the same as a Burrell. Um, How's that? How's it? How's it on the track right now? Is it planted? Do you feel good? Is the car going where you want it to go?
4: Honestly, the go kart. This is the most dialed I felt in the go kart Uh all year long. The go-kart, I can run the same lap time over and over again. We make very little changes. Sometimes we try stuff, and yeah, it doesn't work, but it's half a tenth slower. So what I really love about this package that not only PSL has given us and Phil, it's just the go-kart's so easy to work with. We can make little changes and see improvements, see what works, see what doesn't work, you know, I, I, I listen to what you're saying,
0: and I, and I love the fact you have so much confidence in your team mm-hmm. and in the equipment, and it seems to me like you've just you've grown a lot. We're talking about really back in January, what, two and a half months, not even three months yeah. from that race to this race. How do you feel you've grown as a driver, and do you feel you're ready to challenge here this weekend?
4: I think, honestly, all of it has been in my head and also physically preparing for the shifter cart. I think I've grown a lot, mainly with the consistency in the shifter. I think I could put down the lap time no problem before. It's just now it's... 25 laps you do i gotta it? do it 25 can you do times. it for
0: 25 laps are you getting tired at the end let me tell you that let me ask you that
4: honestly i feel like especially here i'm like the session's over already and i did 12 laps so for me i think it's going to be good over the 25 laps i'm excited for the race i really love driving this track so i think it's going to be good hey good luck this weekend thank you rob great interview folks here's a guy we're
0: going to be watching here this weekend Nikki hayes impressive in that rock shifter category for phil giebler racing uh nicely done my friend well done Nikki Hayes, again, one to watch for. And, you know, some really good insight there from Nikki. Talk about the fact that he's jumped from the single speed tag category. He's done a lot of racing, of course, uh, with the X30. He jumps into the rock shifter and has to get a feel for it. It's a, it's a different ride, it's a different experience. I know I've had a chance to run uh, both the single speed, I've run four cycle, and I've got a chance to run a lot of shifter kart races. And then a lot of guys will get into a shifter kart and they won't want to do anything else because that particular discipline, that style of karting, uh, really kind of plays them. It feeds that, uh, that emotion they want when they're, when they're behind the wheel. And to see Nicky do what he did throughout the season, starting off so well at Phoenix and then and even even saying that he just felt like he was maybe behind the card a little bit. Then he made some mental mistakes and his own mistakes at Cal speed he's learned from those he's grown from those and now he's going to come here this weekend i'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of a championship battle we can have because you know you get a, a veteran like alex keys of course alex has moved on and has uh, won multiple races at the red bull global rallycross level running in the grc light series looking to try to do actually the grc pro class here in 2018. Just a driver who has so much experience and is so poised and so mature. And really, for both Cole Bailey and Nikki Hayes, all three of them drawing off each other and challenging each other will just make them better drivers. On to the track now are the, as I said before, Performance Kart Sport Masters rock. David Pergandi with that quick lap time. In fact, he's already headed back uh, to the the paddock area. five eight nine for Pergandi in the Tony card number 408. Over a tenth quicker than Jonathan Silva. Pergandi doing five laps. As I said, his quickest lap forward. And said, you know what? I'm good. I feel comfortable. Cole, did you, did you talk to him, David? What's going on? David says, no, he hasn't even talked to him yet. Trying to get David to grab the mic. I can get him on a podcast. He'll, he'll talk all day long on a podcast, but he won't grab the mic. Track side here on the PA. Leaving that for the big boss. Pergande, Silva, DeGraff, Jackson, and Alan Morte. Fast five in the Rock Masters category. Top five separated by just over a half a second. Top eight by eight tenths of a second. Pergande able to put that one lap down. That'll feel good knowing that the ribs are a little sore, but the speed is there. He's got to do what he can uh, to be able to work his way through this weekend. Silva looked good out of the box, lap 5 his best time, a 51.715, just over a tenth of a second slower than Purgande. More drivers heading into the pit lane, looks like they're done for the day as well. Nick DeGraff here in the VME, number 472, Uh, just about four tenths of a second back, 51.983. Third and fourth place drivers, Nick DeGraff and Eric Jackson. I was going to say four drivers have been able to go below the 52-second mark. Pergande, Silva, DeGraff, and Jackson. And DeGraff and Jackson, both drivers on the VMEs, separated by just three thousandths of a second for third and fourth. On track, let's see, one, two, I think three drivers remain on the racetrack here. A number of them have already headed uh, off track and back to the paddock area. 206 drivers, our Briggs racers will be on track next. RLV LO 206 and the M2 Power Sportswear LO 206 junior class will be on track to bang out some laps here. Their final run, a 20-minute pre-qualifying time practice session. Still a minute to go in the session here. Ed Quinn still on track, as is the number 430 to Mike Giles. I think we've got two drivers remaining on track. We're going to cap off this session, folks. David Pergandi with the quickest lap time, 51.589. Jonathan Silva in second. Nick DeGraff third. Eric Jackson fourth. And Alan Morte rounding out the fast five. Halfway through, pre-qualifying time to practice. Rob Howden alongside David Cole, 206, up after these messages. You're listening to the final round of the Challenge of the Americas live from Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California, on the EKN Radio Network.
2: For over a century, Briggs and Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs and Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs and Stratton Racing. What powers you?
0: eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance. And the all-season, high-performance Cooper Zeon RS3 G1 delivers both. Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions. Visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a Cooper Tire dealer near you for details on the Cooper Xeon RS3 G1.
3: The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 Rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry level GK2, the new Apex 2. And our top-of-the-line Speed One suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs but is easy on the wallet as well we take care of all of our customers at k1 race gear not just the ones with deep pockets visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season if your dream is indycar Set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. Last 4 Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all 3 levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar, showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot. Gabby Chavez, Zach Beach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates, like Oliver Askew, are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires.
3: After taking on the highly anticipated Florida Winter Tour, remaining promoted events by Rock Cup USA include the Rock Festivals and Rock the Rio event. In May, join us at the NOLA Rock Festival at NOLA Motorsports Park in Avondale, Louisiana. It's set for May 17th through 20th. The NOLA Festival will see the Rockers take to one of the best facilities in the country and undoubtedly a race favorite. The second Rock Festival will be at Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, New York, and will take place July 19th through the 22nd. Full podiums at both events will receive Rock the Rio entry, while race winners at the OVRP Festival will also receive coveted Rock International finals tickets, provided they participated in both festivals. The crown jewel of the 2018 schedule will see the Rockers from around the world descend on the fabulous city of Las Vegas at the Rio All Suite Casino and Hotel. The first annual Rock the Rio event will award upwards of $35,000 in cash over the seven rock classes. For more information on all Rock Cup USA promoted events, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Now back to turn-by-turn coverage of the Challenge of the America's Finale, live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, Briggs & Stratton, and K1 Race Gear. Welcome back to Sonoma, California. Rob Howden alongside David Cole as our happy hour session here from the Challenge of the America's Finale. Halfway through, in fact, just crossed over into the second half. Fourth of six Wraith groups now onto the racetrack. 206, the Briggs drivers on track. RLV LO206 Senior and the M2 Power Sportswear sponsored LO206 Junior drivers have now taken to the racetrack for their 20-minute pre-qualifying time practice. Open hot pit for the drivers to roll down pit lane to their mechanics, make a minor adjustment, whether it's, Front geometry, whether it's a torsion bar, whether it's air pressure, whatever they decide to do, rear width, front width. A lot of adjustments can be made pretty quickly here on pit lane to try to find that little extra speed. Four drivers working together here now to get a feel for their carts in the draft. Coming across the line. Cooper Becklin, Aston Torgerson, Justin Gortz, and Ryan Martin running together as well. 1027 for Gortz, 103 flat for Ryan Martin, the two drivers on the K and K chassis making the trek down from Alberta. Thrilled to have the K and K West crew here with us throughout the entire challenge of the Americas. Cooper Becklin with the fast lap thus far, a 101.998. Ashton Torgerson now goes to the top of the charts. 101.380 for Ashton in the number 100. Cooper Becklin, P2, 101.423. No uh, transponders on the carts for the Calderwoods. A little shortage of transponders here today will be good for the weekend. couple categories still to come after our 2.06 as we have our VME cart senior rock drivers up at 4.10 just about 20 minutes from now and then we'll cap things off with the combination mini rock micro rock race group that'll end off the day here again starting the day with eight minute sessions two eight minute sessions and then practice rounds three and practice rounds four 12 minute each and as we had Uh, Detailed when talking to Andy Saisman, the progression through giving uh, everyone just a chance to kind of get things dialed in, extended sessions, and this 20-minute hot pit session allowing changes mid-session to try to dial things in before we head into the full events tomorrow. Morning warm-up, drivers on track here in the shifter card categories at 8 a.m. From 8 till about uh, 9.10, we'll be uh, doing our morning warm-up, 9.15 scheduled driver's meeting. Qualifying set to go at 10 a.m. We have our lunch break at 11.30. Pre-mains at 12 o'clock. Of course, those races will set the grids for the main events, which start at 2.15. We're looking at podium presentations right around 5.30 tomorrow afternoon. Again, that's round number five. Round six, though, will be on Sunday. We're going to find out who the champions are this year in the Challenge of the Americans, and we'll find out which drivers have earned tickets to go to the Rock Cup International Final at South Garda. Get a chance to talk here right now with Josh Huff, uh, one of the longtime tuners here, uh, as part of the challenge of the Americas. Working this this weekend with uh, David Pragandi, but uh, Josh, uh, as is the case with uh, many guys in the sport, it's not just a couple of weekends here and there. You have your own program as well, JH Motorsports, Josh Huff Motorsports, and it finds you trackside. Uh, on a regular basis, a lot of weekends, LAKC down at Cal Speed. You're doing the Tri-C uh, program as well. Talk a little bit about what JH Motorsports is. I, people know you, of course, for being on the national level, tuning for whoever Correct. you are yeah. from from coast to coast David Fergande here, working um, as well uh, with the VME uh, program on the East Coast with Chase Gardner. You have a number of people that you've tuned for. But back home, you got your own deal. JH Motorsports, a lot of 206 stuff. Tell me about what's going on with J.H.
5: Well, thanks a lot for the time. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, good job to Dave. I mean, <laughs> Dave back, Paganda, yeah. man, the background right now, I think the guy dislocated a rib, broke it. Either way, it was, you know, definitely came to a stop last session about three hours ago and wasn't sure if he was going to make it. And uh, pulled it together, put it down, put a good setup on it. Team came together. Can't thank enough. Everybody worked together. Eric, Dave, I mean, we all worked together. Giles, it's a team effort here. Yeah. What Andy gives us to do, and it's great. And so we put it on top. And so I'm looking forward to see what we can do the rest of the weekend. <laughs> what
0: was David saying? Like, to, to go out there, most guys were putting in between, what, 10 and 13, 14 laps. They were leveraging the entire yes. 20 minute yep. session. David waits, goes out, puts five laps in. Lap four is best. I'm, I'm good. good. That's I'm going to well, park it. Did he know he was P1?
5: He, no, the, the wait was because he was wrapping himself with foam. So there was the delay <laughs> of him trying to get prepped to get in the cart. So it was really just to go see what he could do physically. And we knew the speed he's capable of and just getting there and really see if he could physically do it. And he put it down, so I'm pretty proud.
0: Interesting to see what will happen tomorrow. Of course, he's got to qualify first. Does he, does he run the full pre-final? Is he, he going to try to go the distance? Or does he park, you know, they, run the lap, if, park it, and think if about the, the, the main? people
5: listening out there, you know, skipping qualifying sometimes does pay off and maybe parking it through a few heat races and making your way through the field. Just depends on the driving ability and the many laps. And this is a long race. This is a long weekend, and you know there's a chance he could come out pretty well. Looking here, you know, but championships are still undecided. Things can happen, and so we'll just see what we can do. Make the best of it. All
0: right, let's talk JH Motorsports, a new program you launched uh, last year. Your own deal um, to to do at the club level, you know, and the regional level. There's a couple programs where it's it's your own program. You know, you're doing a lot of stuff with the 206. You've offered up the 206 program at a cheap level to get people people racing. You put a lot of time in and, and. you really kind of su- support that, that grassroots level of racing yes. in California. What's going on here for 2018?
5: Well, the big push started off, you know, with the VLR chassis from ROV. That's a great, solid platform, and that's where I started with JH Motorsports with the foundation of getting new customers and current customers into racing for a cheap, affordable amount to be able to keep going through and learn something. And then as it progressed, things went great. Um, I picked up and fortunate was able to get the VME product line. And we've been obviously stellar with that with the cadets. Um, we just had a new master's uh, driver join our force at Tri-C um, this past weekend. And so he was very pleased with the product. And we just keep pushing. We just keep learning. You know, Chase is doing great this weekend over there with J.O. and Freckleton Power. I mean, everything's going good. It's just got to keep everything rolling.
0: You know, one of the things we've talked about as a is part of a discussion that everybody – brings up when we talk about the sport and how to grow it and how to get more people into it. And that's trying to promote the sport outside of our, our own walls, that's, you know, outside of the race. We're trying to go to different people. I know that you spent a lot of time doing a, There was an auto show or a, you know, whatever. I think it was a car show. Yeah, you it was guys, a car show. A car show you were Regally doing. A car
5: show did down in El Cajon, California, yeah, just Cajon. to promote the sport. Getting, out there, with get it, people in getting out there with out there with a tent. Let, let
0: me press, pre- preface yeah, it. Let me lay it out. Let's get the visual for people that are. Because remember, we can't show a picture of this right now on the EK Radio Network. Yes. You got the ten by twenty JH Motorsports tent out there. You got a couple of carts dialed in, ready to go, and you are there. And people are asking questions, and you're answering it right there. You're just filling them in on karting. It's just promoting outside the sport in the car world too. Yes. Which I always say that if we go into the car world like that. Yeah, or at a race, whatever it may be, a NASCAR race, IndyCar race, they're predisposed as already being car guys. They're yes. enthusiasts already. We understand what it, what it It's means, an easier jump doing. than getting a soccer player to go karting. It's a guy that loves cars already. You say, hey, listen, you can come and race this for X amount of dollars.
5: Well, my new customer, his choice was going to be a Chevy S10 truck or a new go-kart. And I say, well, I'm not letting you buy a new truck. So <laughs> he went and bought a go-kart. So you're right. It's just getting new sp- new blood into the sport and keeping and maintaining the blood that's here on an affordable and presentable level. Look, my biggest thing with Jace Motorsports is – doing what i say i'm going to do and being able to do it properly and i'm not going to overextend myself and promise the world that's why i find my niche in the club regional level with 206 and the 100 cc platform is where to build the sport and and teach drivers understand what's really going on out there with the go-kart and not just oh i went fast on my micron that doesn't mean much if you don't know what's really going on out there and that's what i try to teach drivers from 8 10 to 45 year olds They're all the same, just the fundamentals and understand what's really going on with
0: the go-kart. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because obviously we have an article series on the website right now called The Art of Racecraft where we're having guys like TJ Coyne, Jamie Siraki. We have an article coming from uh, Jim Russell Jr. Gary Lawson's doing one. We're going to have Alan Rudolph, Oliver Askew. Wesley Boswell's going to be putting some information in. And you talk about that. It's teaching drivers the fundamentals early on. And that's, I think, some of the issues. We get some of these kids that maybe jump up into the national level to Quickly, they haven't learned those fundamentals of race, and they haven't learned the fundamentals of racecraft—how to overtake properly without contact. It's cool to see you and using those terms teach the fundamentals and just and teach. It's not just about being a tuner to a certain extent. When you're working with a young driver, you're teaching them how to drive. You're teaching them the the respect that you demand. As their mechanic. Don't bring this thing back in a, in a heaping pile of crap. That's the
5: biggest thing is respect. You you notice yeah. that. And I can't really say other words. Just do as I say, do as I don't. It's respect because the fact that you're representing yourself, a family, a team, uh, whoever it is, you're representing me standing by your side. So don't go out there and look like an ass. Do it right <laughs> and do it properly and understand what's really going on and be a professional. Be a professional in the sport. That's the biggest thing I think is what we're losing here is that we want to have fun, but this has to be taken as a professional sport. You can't just throw it away and go, give me another one.
0: It's funny because, you know, maybe people are always coming up with an idea. How do we penalize somebody? If you look at hockey, we're getting into the hockey playoffs right now. There's a legal way to hit, and there's an illegal way to hit. If you hit illegally, you're in the penalty box for two minutes. Maybe we just need a penalty box up here where if you've hit somebody, we'll park you for two minutes to get you back on the racetrack because – you know, obviously, uh, in hockey or in football or whatever it may be, there's a way to do it right, and there's an illegal way to do it where you get a penalty. Right. And I think maybe we need to look at it that way, where you, you've just got to be penalized for doing it illegally because it's not the right way to do it. You're in a hockey game, right. and Someone's dropping and the gloves, why and you I get think the crap beat out of you.
5: Is is again back to teaching in the fundamentals, and that's where I think we need to strive more, a little bit more importance on driver meetings, on understanding racecraft, understanding cause and effect, and penalties, and what's going to happen. And then having maybe more of a procedure just even for, you know, the on-track staff knowing what to watch, where more to watch, when to watch. Just everybody's got to do their part to step up. I mean, we can point fingers all day long and, of course, turn one and last laps. I mean, come (laughs) on, it's a given. It's going to happen. But – the people watching need to understand what they're watching and why and how to penalize properly.
0: Well, you, and the, word you, the one word you used right there is exactly what I said in my first column when I talked about the changing of the culture. And it was everybody, everyone. And when I said about the changing of the culture, everybody's going to play yes. a role. Because there'll be, be people that say, oh, it's just the race directors. If the officials yes. step up and penalize us, yep. we'll stop doing it. No, you'll probably still do it. But then you'll get penalized. If we change the culture, the drivers won't be as reckless. They'll drive cleaner and they'll make better moves. The race officials will get more aggressive and understand that they've got to make calls. The parents will demand more out of their kids. And respect the officials. And and respect the officials. That's one thing. I have an article I'm working on to a certain extent that I've – you know, David and I get a chance to be around officials where they're talking to drivers or mechanics or, or team owners, and sometimes the the language that we hear, we, the way we see a team owner or a mechanic or a tuner talk to an official, is disgusting. Honestly, I I would recommend that person be thrown out for the weekend or suspended. It's just absolutely disgusting the way we see it sometimes, and that's part of the respect thing we talk about. Everybody wants the drivers to be more respectful. They want the officials to be be tougher. But that middle ground, sometimes, whether it's the industry, whoever it is in the industry, member, the mechanic, the team owner, whoever it is, on 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 many occasions, not not a lot, but there are occasions where the f bombs fly, the s bombs, everything. Yeah. The language is disgusting. It's aggressive. The emotions are raw. The emotions are raw. It's raw emotions, but it's aggressive. You yes. can be. You can, you know, you can have a raw emotions and plead your case, but you do so with some respect, and you're going to get Keep me- yourself in check. Exactly. Absolutely. Josh, exactly. Sure. Exactly. Yes. Now, again, talk about this year. Are you excited about this year? You guys, you're, now you're California, yes. so you've raced 100 times already. Yeah, already. It's still I mean, frozen in Michigan where David Cole yeah. is and where I am in Canada. Like, we're not racing yet. You've already got a lot of racing in. Are you excited about the way the season's going for JH?
5: You know, things are progressing good on a positive note. And, again, just giving delivering my customers what they can ask for and what I can supply them with. And that's the biggest thing because a lot of happens in this industry is promise, 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 and it's really hard to deliver. So I try not to overextend myself, do what I can, and do 100% at it.
0: Yeah, you know what? They say do – Whatever you do, do it 100% and do it well. You don't need to be massive and oh. overextend yourself and not be able Look, to Look, take- I have
5: a lot of respect for everybody who's in the industry between, you know, Andy, FTK, Phil, Ryan, Perry. I mean, go on and on and on. I'm just trying to make my mark and do where I can, and I get in good with the 206, our Drive program, 100 cc and then yeah, I work well with the Masters on a national level. It just you've got to find your way and do what you can.
0: You've got a great platform. What, you, what you've uh, uh, brought has been great. Again, talking to Josh Huff here uh, from JH Motorsports, one of the top tuners nationally as well, but, of course, has this grassroots program where he's really growing the sport. You know, the funny thing, I, I'm on the outside looking into a certain extent. I got a chance to want race one of their events myself, Josh. But one of the coolest things I think really it's happened – in Southern California, probably in the last, let's say, last two or three years has been the development of, of the Tri-C Carters Club again. Yes. You know, it was on on the absolute brink of being almost yep. gone, 25 guys, 30 guys at a race, two, three, four guys in the class, and then they, you know, they got a hold of that 206 and yep. said, hey, we're going to do this thing. Andy Saisman and his, his 206 lounge bringing guys out to race. All of a sudden, the momentum grew from 4 to 12 yep. to 30 to now. It's such a huge part of Tri-C. Yep. And the Tri C Club and the strength has offered that you know the, another op- option. There's LAKC, which is kind of higher end racing to a certain extent. Uh, the the Tri C has its great program. They're doing some stuff up at Willow again now. That club level stuff in Southern California, if we could rebuild that foundation, it would be huge. I think
5: it's good. I mean, it's it's a place where you can go and just learn and still have a good time. Yeah. And you can have a good time at any series. It doesn't matter where you want to go. It's how you approach it's it, how right? you it's it's all in the beholder. How you perceive how what you want to do and what you actually realistically can accomplish in the time frame to accomplish it in. And Tri-C gives you the Saturday to have your weekend and still give you the Sunday race off. So a lot of guys like that. Some guys want, you know, to practice Saturday, race Sunday, but you're never going to please anybody. (laughs) But the fact that, you know, the biggest thing to me right now, Rob, is the coffee and donuts. As simple as it is, when you go there to a driver's meeting and just have everybody around, have a good time, let everybody know you're here, but take it seriously, be respectful. That, to me, is why I support them. I became a series sponsor and, you know, try to invest back in what I believe in.
0: Yeah, the Tri-C has really hit a niche that that I think was very well needed in Southern California. Let's have a quick look here with a minute to go in our LO206 Briggs categories. Of course, we're talking Briggs Racing with Josh Huff from JH Motorsports. Of course, working this weekend as he does throughout the Challenge under the full-throttle karting tent for Andy Saisman on the wrenches for David Pergande, the Masters driver. Cooper Becklin on top at the number 191, a 60.820. That's a 100.820, a whopping three thousandths of a second quicker. The Nashton Torgerson, very close up top between those two drivers. As I said, Tuesday and Logan Calderwood, the transponders not on those carts as they're uh, a little short on transponders here today will be good for the weekend. Justin Gortz and Ryan Martin, the two drivers out of Alberta on the K&K chassis, back by about seven-tenths of a second, a sixty-one. the best for Gortz and a 61.6 pardon me change it (laughs) last lap as I'm saying it here with three seconds to go 61.395 for Ryan Martin he goes now just a half a second behind Becklin and Torgerson. of course both those drivers Martin and Gortz in the senior category Becklin and Torgerson in junior so again eight drivers in our Briggs and Stratton 206 categories here this weekend four Sessions down, four groups down, two more to go. Viemi Cart Senior Rock next up. A quick chat to wrap things up here with Josh Off. Josh, again, the full season you got. Uh, how many weekends do you have this this year? Do you, you have a schedule? I know I have a full spreadsheet.
5: Oh, man, you know, I try not <laughs> to think that far ahead. I'm just going to go day by weekend by weekend right now, and we'll just go with that. All but right. it's pretty busy. But, I, yeah, it's a lot. Thank I you. wouldn't ask for anything else. Thank you
0: for coming and joining us, buddy.
5: I appreciate it, Rob. Cole, you guys do a great job. Thank you for everything.
0: Josh Huff from, from JH Motorsports, again, a key contributor and, and a great new team, a new shop uh, down in Southern California. Of course, Josh, trackside at so many events, big part of the Tri-C Carters program and the 206 and the 100cc program down in Southern California. We are rolling through the day, ladies and gentlemen. One more, I don't know two more categories, Senior Rock, and then the combined Mini Rock and Micro Rock classes to cap off pre-qualifying time practice It's the happy hour here from Sonoma, California. You're listening to the final round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California, on the EKN Radio Network.
2: For over a century, Briggs and Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs and Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs and Stratton Racing. What powers you?
0: eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance. And the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 delivers both Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions. Visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a Cooper Tire dealer near you for details on the Cooper Xeon RS3 G1. The Rock Cup
3: USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, we saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final Tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves, to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2. And our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. If your dream is IndyCar, Set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. The last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year with a proven formula at all three levels you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners former carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez Zach Veach Ed Jones and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser recent karting graduates like Oliver Askew are in the middle of their journeys as well Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice the Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Clipper Tires.
3: After taking on the highly anticipated Florida Winter Tour, remaining promoted events by Rock Cup USA include the Rock Festivals and Rock the Rio event. In May, join us at the NOLA Rock Festival at NOLA Motorsports Park in Avondale, Louisiana. It's set for May 17th through 20th. The NOLA Festival will see the Rockers take to one of the best facilities in the country and undoubtedly a race favorite. The second Rock Festival will be at Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, New York, and will take place July 19th through the 22nd. Full podiums at both events will receive Rock the Rio entry, while race winners at the OVRP Festival will also receive coveted Rock International finals tickets, provided they participated in both festivals. The crown jewel of the 2018 schedule will see the Rockers from around the world descend on the fabulous city of Las Vegas at the Rio All Suite Casino and Hotel. The first annual Rock the Rio event will award upwards of $35,000 in cash over the seven rock classes. For more information on all Rock Cup USA promoted events, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Now back to turn-by-turn coverage of the Challenge of the America's Finale, live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, Briggs & Stratton, and K1 Race Gear. Back to live coverage here at Trackside at Sonoma, California. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. The happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network. We use today to get things dialed in with the audio systems at the tracks that we visit throughout the season. Again, the EK and Trackside Live Tour presented by Cooper Tires. 26 races on the docket here for 2018. I go on a pretty good run of events after this one. Next six or seven weekends, tossing in some Mazda Road dandy and Verizon IndyCar Series races as well. We'll be, of course, at the Scusa Spring Nationals in Phoenix in May. Heading up to the Can-Am Karting Challenge as well. David Cole rolling out to a WK Manufacturer's Cup race. A lot of great events coming up uh, throughout the season here on the EKN Trackside Live Tour. Again, big thanks to Cooper Tires for coming on board as our presenting sponsor. Just getting things going here in the VAMI Kart Senior Rock category. We're we'll Trying to get another guest in here to join us here before we're done for the day. Rolison Performance Group's Mike Rollison will join us. Chat a little bit about the Rawson Performance Group and how things are going. Ryan Tate with the fastest lap so far here a 50.520. Working lap number four, quarter of the way into this 20-minute session. Tate in the 344, 50 point point five, seven hundredths of a second quicker than Hurricane Hannah. Hannah Greenmeyer in the number three oh eight. Driver to Parko, Colorado. It was snowing this morning when they left Colorado, flew here to San Francisco. Quick drive up to Sonoma, California. Missed a session, and away she goes. Greenmeyer, P2. Bajoy Garg now third. Michael Avancino in the fourth spot. Filip Dimkevich in fifth. Christopher Martin in sixth spot. Hunter Kelly in seventh. Antonio Daly eighth. Nathan Martin in ninth. And Jake Drew rounding up your top ten. Greenmeyer now goes to P1. Hannah Greenmeyer to the top of the charts at 50.427. Fifty point four two seven now nine hundredths of a second quicker than Ryan Tate. Lap six, the best for Greenmeyer. Thirteen drivers in the field here this weekend. Top ten within a tenth there, within a second. Just a couple laps in the books for Jake Drew. Expecting him to work his way up the ranks as well. Good f- cross section of chassis here this weekend. Got some FAs. Got some Cart Republics. Got a Praga out there, a couple of Pragas, I think. Of course, a number of Tony carts, as we see regularly here, the Challenge of the Americas. Greenmeyer still on top, 50.427. Ryan Tate, Michael Evancino, and Filip Demkevich turn their fastest laps on lap number uh, 6, 4, and 7 this last time by. Start seeing some action down here on pit lane as well. Here comes first and foremost the number 357. That's Nathan Martin out of Colorado rolling in here. 51 548, the best lap for Nathan Martin so far, 1.1 seconds back. Ryan Tate goes back to the top of the charts in that number 344. 50.386 for Ryan Tate. Checking out the drivers that are hooked up together on the track. Number 310 of Jensen Altman, right there with Hannah Greenmeyer. Greenmeyer actually behind Altman. Jake Drew just a couple laps. Looking to see if Drew's in pit lane here right now, but I don't see him anywhere. Could be Drew coming down pit lane right now in the 329. Indeed, it is. Here comes Jake Drew in the 329. Put three laps in the books, 51.558, his best lap, 1.1 back. Bajoy Garg now up into the third spot, 50.441 for Bajoy. Top four drivers Tate Greenmeyer. Garg and Avincino separated by 59 thousandths of a second. Not even six hundredths separating first, second, third, and fourth. Other three tenths back to Ninkiewicz in fifth, Altman sixth, Martin seventh, McKinney eighth. Jim McKinney, your point leader, in the eighth spot. Hunter Kelly now in ninth, and Antonio Daly rounding out the top ten. One more class left to come. Actually, one more race group left to come. Let's say that combined... Micro and Mini Rock category coming up next to cap off Friday's action, cap off our happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, big thank you to our broadcast partners here this weekend, K1 Race Gear, Briggs & Stratton, and Rock Cup USA. Again, I'll be broadcasting all weekend long from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center, excited to go wheel-to-wheel racing tomorrow, even more excited for Sunday to find out who our champions will be here on the Challenge of the Americas in 2018. Jim McKinney comes into this event as the point leader by 106 points over Bailey Murphy, who is not here, did not make the trek from Phoenix. Jensen Altman back by 118 points. Antonio Daly by 158. Jake Drew by 186. Remember, Drew, perfect at Cal Speed. Almost no chance for Jake to win this championship. Although, we'll see how it all shakes down when it's all said and done. McKinney needs to find some speed here. You never know what's going to happen. Drew's got to be quick. Bajoy Garg now to the top of the charts. Impressive, fifty point two eight six for Garg. Driver the three hundred six. In comes McKinney. In comes Brody Shookard as well. Shookard in the top five in points right now. Currently P five. I said, Jake Drew would come into pit lane. Still down there. They'll just get the starter in there and refire him up. Jake Drew heading back out onto the racetrack. Bajoy guard quicker again. 50.243. 50.285 for Avancino. 42 thousandths of a second. Separate first and second. Another tenth back to Ryan Tate. And Hannah Greenmeyer, third and fourth. Tate third, Hannah Greenmeyer fourth. Less than two tenths separate your top four drivers. In comes the 344 now of Ryan Tate on the F.A. Jake Drew back onto the racetrack. 342, I course of Hunter Kelly coming into pit lane here, an issue potentially with the power plant there. Kelly's fast lap on lap number 7, a 51.168. More drivers into pit lane, the 3.01 and the 3.03. That's Filip Nimkevich in the 3.01 and Chris Martin in the 3.03, both those drivers on the Kart Republic for Performance Kart Sport. Bejoy guard quicker again here on lap number 12, 50.220. A 50.220, your quick time thus far in VME Kart. Senior Rock pre qualifying three oh six of Garg into pit lane Garg in the three oh six fifty point two two zero Expecting to see a better lap time out of Jake Drew. Last time by lap five, his best of 51.195. Now back by just about a second. About seven minutes remaining in this 20-minute hot pit session. 324 Michael Evansino down pit lane in the Formula K. Drew works his way through tic tac toe on the Ricardo. Rolling some speed into the final corner on the racetrack, turn number 12. Coming back across start finish again. Jake Drew now up into the eighth position, back by eight tenths of a second. 51.029 for Drew on the Ricardo. Corral manufactured Ricciardo chassis for Formula One driver Daniel Ricciardo. Good to see Daniel actually joining the Phil Giebler racing career at Calspeed earlier this year. Jensen Button was there as well for his birthday. Great to see a couple of Formula One drivers back there into their roots. I remember actually when I first started as a journalist in karting going to the North American Karting Championships at Charlotte where they had the big dirt race out back. There was the Briggs & Stratton 300 pavement race on the front straightaway using the pit lane that small uh, oval that the legend and bandolero cars use at charlotte there was of course the big race on the track itself the full charlotte track the road course track there was a, a major uh ccwk road race event and then a uh, then the north american karting championships was an unbelievable international level formula a JICA. Uh, we also had the, the Formula C World Championships there, I believe, in 1998. Uh, but I remember seeing Jensen Button run there. I think he was on a techno back in those days. Exciting to watch those drivers in, in Formula A, Super A. Those were good days at the NAKC. Bejoy Garga, as I said, qu- he went quicker on lap number 12 and headed to pit lane. Jake Drew trying to find a way now by the 303 of Chris Martin. Every lap by, Drew goes a bit quicker. 51.022 now. Pajoy Garg up top, five minutes remaining in the session. Michael Lafancino in second, Ryan Tate in third, Hannah Greenmeyer fourth. Philip Cavage in fifth spot, Jensen Altman in sixth, Chris Martin seventh, Jake Drew eighth, Jim McKinney ninth, and Antonio Daly in tenth. So your two drivers really with a good shot at winning this championship, currently eighth and ninth, Drew and McKinney. McKinney li- likely just needs a decent event in the opening round tomorrow here of this weekend to lock the championship. Drew would have to win both. He'd have to get... Paul, win the heat race and win the main. The most he can come up with is 480 points. I believe McKinney already with 426, so essentially McKinney only needs not even 60 points, what, 51 points, or 60, no, 51 points. Indeed, 51 points would give McKinney what he needs to win the championship. 481 points as I said best that Jake Drew could do if he sweeps will be 480, 240 from Calspeed for a sweep of that weekend another sweep would put him at 480 so a 51 or a 55 55 points, trying to do the math here David you're the one with the degree in math <laughs> use your calculator he says I'm trying to do it on the fly man McKinney Dominated the opening round in Phoenix, his home track swept just like Drew did at Cal Speed. Garg, Avancino, Greenmeyer, Tate, Nimkevich, your top five, Altman in sixth. Jake Drew up into seventh. Have a quick look out on the track to see if he's indeed potentially been able to get by Chris Martin. He gets some open racetrack. Maybe Drew will lay one down here for us to make it exciting up top. Right now, though, Bajoy Garg in the 3.06. Back on the racetrack after making some adjustments. Yeah, here comes Drew again. He's got the open track now, and he'll jump another spot. He'll turn his quick lap on lap number 11, moving to P6, back by just four-tenths of a second. 50.661 now for Jake Drew. Like Drew trying to close up on Jensen Altman, I believe, in the 310. Uh, Either Jensen Altman or Philip Nimkevich. The 310 or the 301. Actually, it's McKinney in the 319. Yeah, these numbers still hard, easy to, to pick up. 301, 319, 310, all pretty similar. Drew just right up on McKinney like nothing. Gets a better run coming out of tic tac toe. Doesn't quite make the move to the inside of turn number 12. Final corner here at the top of the hill. He'll go to the inside coming down the kink. Though McKinney will let him go to the inside. Greenmeyer turns her quickest lap here on lap number 13. She does a 50.301. Greenmeyer now just eight-tenths of a second back. Eight-hundredths of a second back, pardon me. Wow. Top three drivers separated by just over eight-hundredths of a second. Let me scroll down and see how we are here with the whole field. Uh, 12 drivers within a second. All right, lots open racetrack now for Jake Drew. He's been able to get by McKinney, as we said. See if Jake can throw a couple down here to lay some speed on, make some exciting news for us here. He sweeps the day tomorrow. We'll be seeing where McKinney finishes. Coming around to cap off this session for the drivers in VME Senior Rock, the VME cart-sponsored category. Five seconds away from seeing that checkered flag fly, and it's waving here at start-finish. This will be it for Jake Drew. Does he head to pit lane or has he got one more? Now he's going to roll some more speed through the final corners. Does Drew show us anything here on the final lap? He does not. 50.661 his best. Chris Martin actually goes his quickest, 50.940. So does Avancino. Michael Avancino in the Formula K, number 324. P2 cuts it down to three hundredths of a second. Make that 19 thousandths of a second between first and second hand, and Greenmeyer goes to P2 on on her final lap. Three hundredths of a second separating first, second, and third. Bajoy Garg, Hannah Greenmeyer, and Michael Avancino all within three hundredths of a second. Ryan Tate in fourth, Philip Minkiewicz in fifth, Jake Drew sixth, seventh is Jensen Altman, eighth is Chris Martin, ninth, Antonio De Lee, and Jim McKinney rounding out your top ten, about eight-tenths of a second back. Lots of work to be done by a number of these drivers deeper in the field, but up front, top three drivers showing good speed. Garg, Greenmeyer, and Avancino, but remember, this is just... Time uh, time qualifying, pre-qualifying rather. This doesn't mean anything right now. Qualifying tomorrow morning is when we get it all rolling. Senior Rock on track at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Qualifying starting at 10 o'clock with drivers in the Rock shifter category. Five down, one to go. Just one more race group still to come. Mini Rock and Micro Rock to cap off pre-qualifying time practice from Sonoma. Listening to the final round of the Challenge of the Americas live from Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California, on the EKN Radio Network.
3: After taking on the highly anticipated Florida Winter Tour, remaining promoted events by Rock Cup USA include the Rock Festivals and Rock the Rail event. In May, join us at the NOLA Rock Festival at NOLA Motorsports Park in Avondale, Louisiana. It's set for May 17th through 20th. The NOLA Festival will see the rockers take to one of the best facilities in the country and undoubtedly a race favorite. The second rock festival will be at Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, New York, and will take place July 19th through the 22nd. Full podiums at both events will receive Rock the Rio entry while race winners at the OVRP festival will also receive coveted Rock International finals tickets provided they participated in both festivals. The crown jewel of the 2018 schedule will see the rockers from around the world descend on the fabulous city of Las Vegas at the Rio All Suite Casino and Hotel. The first annual Rock the Rio event will award upwards of $35,000 in cash over the seven rock classes. For more information on all Rock Cup USA promoted events, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance. And the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3G1 delivers both cooper zeon rs3 g1 is an exciting new all-season high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better it offers stability control and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a cooper tire dealer near you for details on the cooper Xeon rs3 g1
2: for over a century Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you?
0: Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2 and our top-of-the-line Speed One suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. If your dream is IndyCar, Set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. Last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar series this year with a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates, like Oliver Askew, are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires.
3: The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program, powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes, and the parent series, Rock Cup, is an FIA-authorized international series with a 15-year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com.
0: Now back to turn-by-turn coverage of the Challenge of the Americas finale, live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, Briggs & Stratton, and K1 Race Gear. We're back live in what is a little bit of a windy Sonoma right now as the breeze picking up a bit here in the afternoon, 4.38 local time at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center. Rob Howden alongside David Coles. We continue to bring you live happy hour coverage of pre-qualifying time practice here. The final rounds of this year's Challenge of the Americas, the 11th season of this great winter program. Of course, first season with the Rock Cup Power Plant and again, definitely lots of uh say trepidation in terms of what kind of numbers we were going to get coming out of the box with a complete change in the power plants uh we saw a good increase of numbers from uh, race number 1 to race number 2 and then race number 3 here expecting potentially to get over the 90 mark not quite I believe we end up with about 86 86 Entries confirming that with Shelby Jocelyn. indeed 86 entries here for the finale at uh, Sonoma, of course championships up for grabs as our tickets to the Rock Cup International Final that event in October in South Garda. On to the track now for our final session of the day, APM Racing Mini Rock and Go Kart Hero Micro Rock. We do want to thank our broadcast partners here this weekend as part of the EKN Radio Network and the Trackside Live Tour. Of course, we'll broadcast here all weekend long, do the play-by-play from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Our partners for this particular episode, this particular event on the EKN Trackside Live Tour, K1 Race Gear, Briggs and & Stratton, and Rock Cup USA. It's going to be an interesting weekend in terms of weather. We've been, uh, of course, Keeping an eye on uh, on what we're going to see here in terms of temps. Uh, pretty good day today, actually. Uh, we got into the just into the low 70s, 69 degrees ambient temperature now. Uh, high of I believe uh, 70, still being cold. We're getting a little warmer uh, before the end of today. Uh, tomorrow, about the same, 71 and sun. Uh, we're all wondering what's going to happen here on Sunday, though, Championship Sunday. Uh, they are calling for potential of rain, and it's going to be a lot cooler as well. High at 60, what they're saying right now for Sunday. We'll cross our fingers if that gets pushed off to Monday. We'd love to have some dry racing, but um, I know it'll be dry here in the, in the booth, so I don't, if it rains on Sunday, it will be interesting because uh, we always talk about uh, the rain being the great equalizer and how it uh, really uh, kind of changes things Uh, in terms of driver, because it's all about the driver at that point. It's all about that right foot modulating the throttle and being really precise on your steering inputs. Uh, The rain would definitely make things interesting. Uh, It could throw a a bit of a a change in as well. Uh, Andy Saisman saying he's a master in the rain. I love running in the rain. That's one of the things that I'll talk to all the drivers, ask whether or not they like racing in the rain. If you don't like racing in the rain, you're not going to be very good at it. Or maybe you just don't like rain because you're not very good at it, but it's the drivers who really love it, want to get out there in the wet, in that different conditions, the really technical. You've to be so precise. I love driving in the rent. I think it's a lot of fun. And, again, just trying to keep that car and get as much forward bite as you possibly can out of the corners. That may come on Sunday. It may not. We may find ourselves with another beautiful uh, California day, and uh, that would do me just fine as well. Let's have a look now. We are about eight minutes, maybe seven and a half minutes into this session. Chase Gardner on top now in the 103 the VME driver out of Prosper, Texas. Currently P1 by about four-tenths of a second. So uh, dominant so far for Gardner. 57.275 his best lap. Rye Myers in second in the number 160, 57.714. Again, always watching the championship uh, in these categories to find out what kind of is going to shake down. Chase Gardner is your point leader coming in. I know Parker DeLong not here this weekend. Logan Toke definitely in the position to take the uh, the fight to Gardner. He is in second spot, backed by just 36 points and that's not counting the drop either. Chase Gardner on top. Again, eight minutes into this 20-minute session. Rye Myers in second. Stephen Isert in the number 139 in third. Logan Toke, the Current second-place driver in the point standings, the number 157 top cart, P4, just turned his fast lap on lap number 7, a 57.840, back by just over a half a second. Ethan Nascimento on the VME in the number 121, now in fifth. A.J. Zarcone in the 113 in sixth. Patrick Molnar in the 111 in seventh. Mac uh, Pankowitz in eighth, and the number 117. Tuesday Calderwood and Christian Cameron rounding out your top 10. 11th is Ryan Castles. And then we have uh, our three Micro Rock drivers, and that'll be uh, Nico Sarfati. Uh, oh, and uh, Nico Sarfati, rather, and Gage Jarvis. I thought it was three. It's actually just two. Two drivers Nico Sarfati and Gage Jarvis. Currently in. 13th and 14th overall, a 103 7 for Sarfati, a 103 8 for Jarvis. Chase Gardner leading the way, as I said, about four tenths of a second. Gardner over Swan, Isert, Toke, and Nascimento. Coming away to the halfway point here in our last session of the day, 8 p.m. Racing, the sponsor of the Mini Rock Class, Go Kart Hero sponsor of Micro. Again, for those of you listening live here on the ECAN Radio Network, we're thankful that you're tuned in. Hope you dial us in here for the weekend as well. You can do it uh, on your laptop, of course, at ecardingnews.com slash live. If you've got the mobile device, you can download the Mixler app, M-I-X-L-R.com, and look up uh, news. Or, actually, you can just dial us right in through the, uh, the mobile website as well and just Look, uh, look for the EKN Live page, and that'll allow you to click on the the button to get the live broadcast going. We are definitely working on getting an app put together uh, that will allow you just a one stop shop to be able to listen to all our EKN Live coverage. Look for that later on here in the two thousand and eighteen season. We are now past the halfway point; nine and a half minutes remaining. Gardner, Swan, Isert, Toke, and Nascimento still your top five. Sarcone, Molnar. Mankiewicz, Calderwood, and Cameron capping off your top 10. Enzo Swan rolling into pit lane. Swan on the Benick. And the number 114 driver out of Centennial, California. Chase Gardner still leading the way. Just about eight minutes remaining in this session. Chase Gardner leading the way. Enzo Swan in second. Steven Isert in that third spot. Logan Toke fourth. Ethan Nassimanto rounding out your top five. Again, just about eight minutes to go. And we'll cap things off for the happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network. But a quick in- interview, quick chat with Mike Rollison.
6: Hi, Rob. How are you? I got
0: a smile out of you at least coming in here all grumpy and tired. You, you know what? You know what the difference is? You had to work today. Normally you just you know float around. Watch what guys do under the RPG ten. It's old school here this weekend. It's just you. It's Hurricane Hannah. It's one go kart. That's A right. pickup truck. Yep. I love it. You get down here having having some fun. Oh, Hannah really wanted to come and race here to, this this year.
6: She did. She had her heart set on this track, and um, this was a, a bit of a last minute uh, plan that we put together. Yeah. Of course, well,
0: Supercart USA moving the race the the spring nats to Phoenix. She had to come and race. So she did. You guys ran under the rock. She's figuring out the rock. She's. And, to be honest, having to figure out the Bridgestones as well here this weekend. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> I would think so, yeah.
6: yeah. She flew in this morning and uh, skipped the first session and uh, got four, four practices, and she's having a blast. Good,
0: good, good. Hey, um, the funny thing is, is here we are, what, middle of April, almost right in the middle, April 13th. For all intents and purposes, you've uh, raced enough this year that... You've probably equal what most people race all year long. We're three months in the first quarter, and you guys have been coast to coasting it uh, up and down the West Coast. You've been in Florida. You've been back and forth. You put some miles on the toter for sure. How's the season been so far? Well,
6: it's been really good. <laughs> it, it feels like it's August.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
6: Um, but uh, we did get home. Uh, we were on the road for four months from December through uh, the end of March. Is there? We got home uh, midnight <laughs> on Easter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is and, there is there a chance for like a, a serious like bear hibernation here, or like a you know four or five day deep sleep REM cycle? Yes, or what?
6: yeah, we do have that um, probably in about twenty years.
0: <laughs> can't, can't wait for the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> hey, listen, let's. Let's look at some of the highlights for Rawlison Performance Group. You know, we we go to all the major national events and in the regional events too. You guys have really become a force on the on the California Pro Car Challenge. Of course, up at the up in the Pacific Northwest as well. Just a lot of great events that you guys run. You guys are national and and, and regional. Um, let's have a look at some of the highlights, you know, before we went on here David Cole and I and yourself talking about Graham Trammell, a young driver I got a chance to watch last year at Can-Am. Man, 2 for 2 this year in the and the Pro Car Challenge, the California Pro Car Challenge. That's He's, smile, smiling young kid right now, probably. Yeah, he's turning it up. What? What is that? Is that like I know you've worked with him from the get-go. It's a. Is it a light bulb moment? Is it just little you know? It's just little bits of up, a sta- up the steps or what? You know. It's a lot of little steps, and it's a lot of practice. Yeah, it is. You guys lead, follow with him. You push him hard in terms of. I just get in the seat time, right? All of the above. I know you and I've had that conversation before when. Uh, when anybody will come and talk, to you, hey, what do I got to do? What can we, you know, can we buy something? Do I need another motor? My motor's not fast enough. What do we do? And, I'll, and I know you, you and I have talked. To you, and it's just, listen, you got to get this kid in the seat all the time. If you're a hockey player, you're skating all the time, right? Power skating, blah blah blah. You can't buy faster skates. You just got to get, you got to, you got to drive.
6: Correct. And when we look at uh, some of the national level races, the fact is is that you can go down the grid, and you know this as well as I do. Everyone has good equipment there. Yeah, exactly. Everyone it. has a strong engine. Yeah. Everyone has knowledgeable people around them, a good chassis. So that, that doesn't matter. It, there has to be something else to separate you yeah. from the rest of them.
0: Well, and it, so what is that then? It's obviously seat, seat, time, seat time. You can have crappy seat time. David Cole can go drive hours and hours on end. He's not going to get any better. It's about, am oh, sorry, David. <laughs> see, look at his face. It was honestly, he was almost sad. I could see it. It was a just dejection almost. Um, Seat time's going to make a big deal. The coaching's right there as well. Racecraft is something we, all, you know, it's obviously the hot buck, hot, take hot, uh, a hot button. We, we've really pushed on e karting news. When you're teaching racecraft to your kids, it's not. It's about respect. I think obviously, respects that underlying thing that can help any kind of racecraft in a decision making. But it really is teaching them the fundamentals of how to make a pass, what the racing line is, right? Isn't it? It's it, how to manage race distance as well. Sure.
6: And and uh, as we get into the different categories of karting over the last, I don't know, 10 years, where the engine parity gets better and better, mm. and then you've got 10 or 15-kart lead group, um, straightaway passes are harder and harder to come by.
0: You know, one of the things I thought, I mean, it, of course, it's, it's, you've got to set up, you gotta, you're just like incrementally trying to set up a pass, correct? Yeah,
6: that's correct. And you've got to figure out how to pass going into a turn, yeah. taking away the driver in front of you, take away their line. Anyone... My grandma can make a straightaway pass.
0: <laughs> that's right. The push to pass. And I say this all the time. You'll hear on, on the mic, I've said it a lot. I say it when I'm doing the, the road to indie races too. If you own the apex, you own the exit, right? And that's the key. Get it to the apex. You'll watch so many of these kids go through and they try to make that deep move and they blow through. They didn't need to blow through. All they need to do is make sure that guy's on the outside so that they can you know, control the apex. They, they enter, the that's exit, that's, exit that's the art of racing. It is. And that's the art of racing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing when it's done correctly exactly <laughs> what as a as an educator as a coach uh, as a, I like to use the word educator cuz it's true as an educator is it a light bulb moment you see in some of these kids or is it is it more of a long term goal like a macro kind of thing where you've really got to work on developing it or is does, do some kids have the light bulb well, wow oh okay i De- get it now definitely
6: I, I mean it's different for every driver yeah. but but certainly w- we can name some drivers over the years where it's like A a switch was slipped, and holy smokes, you know, they're on the scene. uh, Whatever track we're at, East Coast, West Coast, whatever tire compound or engine. Doesn't matter. They're quick. And and for a lot of drivers, it's uh, like a set of stairs. They'll take a huge step, and, you know, then just slowly getting better and better, and then another big step. And the goal is to... Never stop learning, right? Always looking for that next step.
0: Wow, another life lesson. We talk about life lessons, right? The respect on the racetrack. You have respect for people in your life and business. Another life lesson. You never really do stop learning. Let's have a quick look. We've got two minutes left, and we'll come back to Mike Rawlson from the Rawlson Performance Group. Chase Gardner still on top by four-tenths of a second over Enzo Swan. They're putting lots of laps in, 13, 14, 15 laps for the guys up top. Steven Isert in third. Logan Token fourth. Ethan Asimiento still in that fifth spot. Uh, AJ Sarcone sixth, Patrick Molnar seventh, Max uh, Pankowitz just turned his quickest lap on lap sixteen. He's eighth. Tuesday Calderwood ninth, and Christian Cameron rounding out the top ten. You know, I was a ski instructor for a number of years when I was younger, and and you're one of the things that my lead instructor, my mentor, taught me was the fact that kids learn in different ways. They want to be shown, and they want to be described. And you know, there's certain some people really want to be able to see it first. Some of them want – you have to describe it. You have to actually explain it before – you know, it's just different different kids. The other thing that's interesting, of course, you nodded your head immediately there, is is finding the language to talk to a kid. And, and I think skiing is a little different because you can have them right beside you. It's almost like a lead follow. They're able to see it. They're able to feel it if they're young. when You know, they're between your legs, and you're kind of holding on to them and getting them to feel, uh, getting the edge to, to bite. How's that work for for you when you're – because the, la- the language is so important. The communication between a driver and a mechanic, whether they're in carts or they go all the way to IndyCar, to that and their engineer, developing a language and a communication, it must be tough, but ultimately rewarding.
6: Exactly. I mean, it's very difficult. One of the things that we're doing with drivers from all different experience levels is constantly developing their vocabulary. Yeah. And uh, as, you, as you're bringing up a driver, I, I might be explaining something to a driver. They're listening and they're nodding their head, but they might not fully understand. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's and no it, connection there. It's yeah. not
6: for a lack of effort. Of course. It's simply because the way that I explained it didn't fully get through to them. So you've got to come up with a different way to explain it. You've got to sit down with them and find a different way to explain that feel. Or that edge yeah, that you were connect, talking about.
0: It's connecting. You know, you, you, you'll, you'll get a kid, when you ask him how it feels, the first thing he says is it's weird. But you have to turn weird into it's doing this at the exit or this at the entry or when I'm turning it, it's doing this because weird isn't going to work for you, right? My, you get, my
6: favorite is the drivers come in and I say, how was that change?
0: It was good. <laughs> That's, thanks a lot for that, right? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah, that doesn't cut it. It doesn't oh. cut it. I remember, I remember reading a, uh, an article in Stock Car Racing Magazine where somebody, I can't remember who, it might have been uh, one of the top guys, a stock car guy, had said, uh, you know, talk about chassis setup, but he says, if a driver you have, if your paid driver ever comes in and tells you the car is perfect, you fire him. Yeah. Because he hasn't driven hard enough in the corner because it's going to do something. Whatever you do, the hardest you drive in the corner, it's either going to be pushing at the very least. It's going to push or it's going to be loose.
6: I've, I've heard Oversteer, understeer, right? Yeah, I've heard very successful kart racers and, Different racers say they've never had a perfect cart, yeah, or or car, maybe well, once.
0: Yeah, exactly right. You're, you're, Let's look really quickly as the checkered flag flies, Chase Gardner is on top. Uh, he ends up the session uh, P one, four tenths of a second quicker than Enzo Swan, Steven Iser, Logan Toke, and Ethan Nascimento. That caps off our racing action uh, from Sonoma here uh, at the uh, the Happy Hour here on the eken Radio Network. Let's wrap up with uh, with uh, <laughs> Mike Carlson as well. <laughs> Dude, you're doing a fantastic job. Relax, you're good. You're good. We have a vocab- vocabulary. We're doing all right. It's it's got to be rewarding. I know that you know I, people don't know. Not everybody knows this about me, but in my early years before I became a journalist, I was a kindergarten teacher at one point, and I worked with the kids skiing young, as young as two and a half up to you know five six years of age. I raced uh, as a skier as well. But there's that. It's so rewarding. You get that reward when the, when that light bulb does come off, or the 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 language does start to develop, where you actually begin the communication. It's really fruitful.
6: Absolutely, or uh, you have a driver that um, has been gaining that vocabulary, has been understanding the feel, and they go out and have a, a breakthrough weekend yeah. where they are climbing through the pack and they're running up front, everything clicked. and
0: Using the knowledge that you have given them. Sure, and, right? what,
6: and the hard work that they've put in. True. And the sacrifice and the homework on airplanes and missing <laughs> school and all the different things that many of these drivers out here do.
0: So so much success for Rawls and Performance Group over the years. Again, we ta- already talked about Graham Trammell. You look back at how the season's gone so far. Q one, you know, the first the first quarter of the year. Are you happy with the way things have gone? You won a bunch of races in Florida. You went in on the California Pro Car Challenge as well. It's it's going pretty damn good. You got some good drivers in your Masters classes too, in, in S four.
6: Yeah, I'm very happy. Um, yeah. Of course, I'm not satisfied, <laughs> but very happy. Uh, our seniors uh, are, are strong. Hannah is uh, yeah. had a breakthrough weekend. No uh, doubt we were just talking I, yeah. about yeah, in it, New Orleans. New Orleans, well, and, wow. and uh, Sam is doing well. Sam Lupian, yep. our junior drivers uh, that just moved up from cadet, are learning the ropes of junior. Some of them the hard way. Right. It's working but, up a
0: weight class, isn't it? it, it, it I, people look at that and say, man, this, this kid's a monster in, in many. He's going to be so good when he makes the move to junior. Well, it's, it's still a big step because you get those two, three-year juniors who are unbelievably good.
6: Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, for some of our juniors, the speed is there, and it is learning the, the higher weight, yeah. Right? Yeah. managing the tires, learning the race craft.
0: Looking down the line, a lot of racing still to come. Uh, and I know we said twenty years down the lines when there's that there's that clearing where you're allowed to breathe a little bit. uh, do we look as far down as Supernats? Is that even something on your radar right now? I know that you you're excited always to go to there with a big crew of guys. Is that even? Can you even see that down in the distance right now? I know I can't.
6: Well, I have to. You do, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I know it's on my schedule. I blocked off the <laughs> ten or twelve days I'm going to be there. But uh, yeah, it's not. We're not. David and I are talking about about production at all yet for that
6: well some racers uh, the events in november are such a big deal to them that they're planning for that stuff mm. now so we we have to be thinking about those events and what's coming and there is about a 10 day break in december
0: that <laughs> hey let me I'll give you a chance here because you got such a great operation i think the cool thing is you've you know, I, I'm fortunate to have David Cole. You know, i got a great guy working for me as well who has the same passion for the sport as I do. You have a, a bunch of guys like that as well. Talk, they're not here. You guys are by yourself this weekend here. But on a regular weekend when, when Rolison Performance Group pulls the Big Ten out and you stack the, the carts all up, what are the guys? Who are the guys that really make it all work for you guys? Oh, there's so many. Yeah, there is, isn't there?
6: Uh, there's, it's a big team. I could name a dozen. Yeah. I mean, some of the guys that are with us in and out is, is Wes Boswell. Mike Beanie, Bonner, Moulton, yeah. Alex Vincent, Aaron Nelliton, shoot, there's there's ton, Brandon Gregerson, Joan Texera, there's there's just you got a tons big of you got a good crew.
0: Yeah, it's you know what it's it's almost you know, we're in we're in what playoff hockey now or into the the playoffs for NBA. It's it's about putting together the right people in the right spots. You don't need to have you don't need to have five six seven stars, right? You need to have the right guys at the right time. Right? Is that, not, is that not correct? Absolutely. Putting together a team, like building the building blocks to put together a good team. And it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. But the thing is, it's, it's about the passion, right? It's about, it's about finding guys dedicated to work as hard as you do. And when you put the bar as high as you do, it's, it's tough to get them to do that, right?
6: Yeah. The hours are brutal. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Living the dream, right? The hours are tough. <laughs> it, is, it is. But uh, it's very rewarding when you get to see a driver take a win or a first win or, or climb through the pack. At a national level event, that makes it worth it.
0: Hey, have a great weekend with Hannah. Thank you. Mike Rawlson, ladies and gentlemen, to cap things off here on the Happy Hour on the EKN Radio Network. Always a pleasure to talk to Mike. Of course, he's here uh, with Hannah Greenmeyer this weekend in that uh, Senior Rock category. We expect them to definitely have a, a run for the championship uh, in a number of categories, number of series throughout this season. They're definitely going to run for a race win here this weekend. That caps things off here from Sonoma folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. This has been the Happy Hour. We're back Saturday and Sunday. Full coverage here on the EKN Trackside Live Tour live from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Here at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center. You're listening to the final round of the Challenge of the Americas live from Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California on the EKN Radio Network.